0: And let's get ready to start the show. The levels is good. The levels, the levels, the levels is good. boy. Good evening and welcome back to another edition of the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am still your host and one and only talent, El Idolo Deportivo Taylor. We got a big show coming up for you guys today. Coming up in just moments. We got a lot of things to cover from the weekend, right? We had a big sports weekend. Right? Really, 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 really. Yeah, I'll allow it. We had a really we have a really big sports weekend for us for us to cover. We may have the this may have been the greatest World Cup championship that I've ever seen. We're gonna talk about that. The Jets lag, we got Bluetooth promo to give out, we got the Knicks streaking, we got giant controversial win, we got the birthdays to shout out at the top of the podcast as we always do. Oh, well, we got our week 15 results. We did okay. We did okay. I hope you guys listened on Friday and you made yourself some dough. That's always good. We got some key injuries. Uh, I feel like this is deja vu with these injuries. We're going to talk about that. Um, January 4th, 2023. Don't forget, episode 500 of Mighty Sports Podcast will be live at Sharkies. As we were live at Sharky's every Wednesday. But episode 500 is going to be special. You guys come down there. We're going to have raffles, giveaways, and everything. Um, 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 We got some new endings. Some endings that we're probably just not quite used to. We're going to talk about these new endings. Christmas is, is less than six days away. And Ovechkin on later tonight. Chasing second place. We have all that and more coming up next on the Mighty Sports Podcast. You know what? Yo, DJ Mighty let's go ahead and start the show And welcome back to another edition of my T-Sports Podcast. I am your host, as always, the one and only, Talon El Idolo Deportivo Taylor. It is a never-in-fuego day in the hottest city in the world. It is Feb- February. Why am I in February? It's December 19th. We are six days away from Christmas. I hope you guys are in the holiday spirit. I know I keep trying to get in the holiday spirit, but every time I start driving, the people in the road make me Santa cuss. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. We got a big show for you guys today. Big, big show for you guys today, as we already told you, folks. We got highs today at 78, lows of 66. Current temperature right now is 69 degrees, one of my favorite numbers. But let's go ahead and turn the temperature up just a little bit here on the Mighty Sports Podcast. Because you know what we say here on the show, regardless of the time and regardless of the the weather, it's always a blast at the Mighty Sports Podcast. Coach, let them know what goes on here. What do we do? What do we you do? You to win the game. Hello. Orlando Magic are currently up in the Atlanta Hawks, 125 to 124. 3.6 seconds left to go in the fourth quarter. I'm telling you right now, you guys don't know this yet. Orlando's one of my low-key teams to watch this season. If you ain't watching Banchero, the Orlando Magic this year. Look at Chris Chris Tucker at the game. In that, oh, it's in Atlanta, of course. Yeah, man. Come on, man. Shoot the ball, man. Make it. Come on, make it. Shoot the ball. Oh man, we got a big show for you guys today. We got a big show for you guys today. This is Volume 8, Episode 39, Track 493. Track 493, which means in just 7 episodes, we are 7 episodes away from Episode 500. We are 7 episodes away from Episode 500. We are 7 episodes away from Episode 500, the first live show of the year at Sharky's, Episode 500. You're gonna wanna be there if you know how he gets down. But let me tell you how he gets down on a regular basis when it's just Just a regular show. Or anytime we had a regular show, we do regular things. Like have regular birthday parties and give regular birthday shout outs. So, what we like to do here on the Mighty Sports Podcast is start off every single show, right? We like to have, we got to open up the doors to, to the club for all the birthday people that like to hop in here early. Let's get in here. Yeah. You like that? I like that. You like that? I like that. Because it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. We're not even there yet. What we do here on the Mighty Sports Podcast is that we give a shout out to everybody. When I say everybody, I mean everybody that has a a birthday since the last time that we were on the air. So for us, that's going to cover everybody. That's going to cover everybody for the 17th. Who, listen, I don't normally give double birthday shout outs. I really don't. I normally don't give b- double birthday shoutouts But for the 17th You guys got some double birthday shoutouts Not too often, right? Like I may do double birthday shoutouts for October 22nd Right? Like Maybe may- may- maybe for June For Juneteenth Right? I, December 17th is another one Where I just happen to know so many people You guys And, 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 and it's not just I know so many people, right? Because it's not even, it's, it's not even about How many you know, right? Right? It's, it's not about it's not about how many you know at all, right? Or how many I know. It's it's about how special those individuals that I know that are getting the shout out. And these two individuals are as special as they get, right? I love them. I love them both dearly because these are two of my dearest homegirls in the world. Two of them. And I, and I got a lot of close homegirls, right? I, I, I do. I do have a flow. Yes, I'll. Yes, I do. Ooh. And I love them all, I loves them all, right? Oh my god, Atlanta just took the lead, 1.3 seconds left to go, Atlanta's up, 126 to 125. Orlando, Vanchero gets the shot, he gets it off, is he fouled? He misses, man that was a good shot though, like he bounced off, off the back of the rim. I think what ended up happening, I missed, I missed the play before this. I think Atlanta may have gotten fouled on their shot and they took and then maybe they had free throws to put them up. So I didn't, I didn't see what happened there. But I, I remember seeing a, a shot go off. Not quite seeing how it how it, how the results ended on that. Oh yeah. We getting twisted tonight. We getting twisted tonight. You like that? I like that. You like that? I like that. So let's go ahead and give a birthday shot to everybody we you know, right? 'Cause we going to cover birthdays for the 17th of December, for the 18th of December, and then also for today, tonight, right now, all the way live. Let's take a little shot for you. The 19th of December. Let's get it started from the tippy. Wait, did I already pour alcohol? Apparently, I did. <laughs> Is that Nick Van Askel? Ascle. Nick Van Axel? I didn't know he was a coach for Atlanta. That kind of makes sense. Right? That the kind of player that Nick Van Axel was, right, with the raw emotion I'm talking about, that he probably would be the coach of a young Trey Young. Now, this also makes me think that there is something in the works to possibly get Nick Van Axel that head coaching job over Nick McMillan. Because they may think that his offensive play style is a little antiquated. Does this sound familiar to you Knicks fans yet? Oh, we gon' get in. We gon' get in. You just wait. We still got birthdays to go ahead and partake in. Check it. Check it. Yeah. Check it. Check it. Tell you, boy. Yo. Cause I'm a Italian galanting. You know, the Riz Beater, the Riz ah, I'm Wilder, you know what they say, you know what, I, you know what I say, if I'm smiling, then I'm Wilder, and right now I am smiling, like the big smile on my face, I'm, I'm coming today, Monday, more, Monday evening, with the big pot. and I'm in a big mood, you knew I was coming, you knew that was coming, yeah, I let that ride out, I let that ride out, one more time, let's go ahead and give you birthday shoutouts again, right, and I'm, I was just going to give you time some time, because you know what we do here, right, Go ahead and drop the names of anybody that you know that had a birthday over the weekend or today. And we'll add them into the Marley Sports Podcast. Right? We'll make sure that they get the love that, 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 that... 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 Right? We'll make sure that they get the same love that everybody else gets. Cause you know it's always a party here. More than that, there's always a blast here on the Mighty Sports Podcast. So, so you know what to do. Go start dropping those names. We'll start giving them shoutouts. But for right now, we got one, two, three, four, five, six. We got six different names to shout out to. Oh, buddy, it's coming. Oh, it's a coming. It's a coming. Hey, one more time, all right? For the people that got here late, right? For the people for people, for the people that didn't know about the start time. For the people that didn't know about the start time but didn't know about today's start time because today's start time didn't match the regular start time. I know I'll be telling you guys I start at 8.07 p.m. But you have to really pay attention to the fine print. And in the fine print, I put a little ish in there because ish happens. And, you know, when potting and making material isn't your number one source of income then you have to do stuff for the number one source of income that kind of runs into non-number one source of income, time and territory. You guys understand what I'm saying here? I still got gifts in my in my inbox, for real, for real. So, something suspicious happened earlier today before we get into the birthday shout-out. Something suspicious happened. Something suspicious happened. I know it's Christmas time, right? And it just seems like, oh, no, normally around Christmas, Right, you may have some people that even though they've been to your house or they know where you know where you live, they don't know your actual address, right? So it's not it would it's not surprising that somebody may come through over the we over over the holiday and randomly ask you for your address. But then again, you know me, pimpin', like you know me, know me. Meaning you can pop in any time that you want. Something sounds suspicious. I'm just saying. Something sounds suspicious. And what I feel is happening is that I'm not about to get a a Christmas present. I think I'm about to get a wedding invitation. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know what, I'm, 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 I'm gonna let you have this to yourself. I feel like you're better when, it, when you have it to Oh baby!
1: Oh baby! Oh baby! Oh baby! I
0: really believe that I am not about to get a Christmas present. Well, I am. I believe that my Godfather duties and my best man duties are about to start on January 5th. Not before January 4th on the five hundred episode of Mighty Sports Podcast. And watch. If my boy is there, I'm telling you right now. If my boy is there on January 5th, I'm calling him out on the air. I'm telling you right now. If he's there on January 5th, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. The Cavs game just finished. I don't have the score for that. Or the Toronto and, and, and Philly game. I don't have the score. Because I don't have scores on here right now. I made sure I took those scores off. Let me see, we have Portland and Oklahoma City or Lakers and Phoenix. That sounds like a no-brainer, right? Even though I want to see Damian Lillard, the second best shooter ever. <laughs> listen, not my words, his words. And, listen, you know what's funny? I know we're we supposed to get into the into the NBA's talk, right? I mean, into the thing, into the birthday shout outs. But before we get into that, I know i'm trying to give you guys time right i'm trying to give you guys time to get to get in here but all my birthday people i'm trying to give you guys time to get in here right but you know you I, I spoke last week about the nba coming out with a couple of awards right and i don't want to i don't want to bring i want to talk about this before i forget because it just because it just it popped in my head when it came up what's going on trish i was just talking about your brother right so let me tell you something right since you here then you listening it'll give me time to bullshit right, I'm, try, I'm, try, I'm trying to pull something up while I also talk, and I, see, now I gotta write down what the fuck I was about to say, <laughs> because I was about to break into a little soliloquy, right, and, look, and, I was gonna break into a soliloquy, because I didn't wanna, I know you ain't just hang up on me, Oh, Trish, <laughs> you see how, you see how they do you, you see how they do it? And I really had something I wanted to tell you, too. She was like, oh, you talk talking about my brother. I got to go. I got to go. you on speakerphone. <laughs> I mean, listen. Listen. I-, I will admit. I will admit. I am probably not the person to put on speakerphone. Right? I'm probably not the person to put on speakerphone. Listen. Not only that. Fear warning. I'm not the person to put on speakerphone. I'm not the person to have other people read text messages from me out loud. You be like, oh, that's from T? Read it out loud for me. No. Don't have anybody else read out my messages out loud. Also, speaking of speaker phones, I am not the dude... What the fuck was I looking up? Shit. I was about to look up something for you guys and I completely forgot what I was going to Try to sneak away and look. Oh, I know what it is now. I am not the dude that you should have your text messages reading aloud in the car. Actually, I don't know why you'll have that anyway, right? Because my people say some outlandish shit, period, right? And, and you never know who you're in the call with. Next you know, you're getting a message being read out. Hey, can you come and lick my asshole tonight like you did last Wednesday? <laughs> like, you don't want that. Like, these are jokes. This is not what's happening. But I'm just saying, it's not what you want. Right? It's it's, it's not what you want. And and that's what we're trying to avoid, the things that you don't want. We're just trying to avoid that, the things that you don't want, the things that you don't want. Oh, shit. Wrong. Bad. So, you know what? Now that we've already broken from the dating list since Trish left, Trish is an asshole. I really had a story to tell her right because that story that I told you guys earlier about my brother right about about that about that sneaky address thing right like she could relate and she could understand this right she, she'll be able to back him she'll basically she'll cosign right <laughs> more than anything else like I know I know that Trish will cosign because we share the same brother right so um let's go ahead let's just say fuck it right let's go ahead and let's go ahead and get into the birthday shout outs right we got a ton of birthday shoutouts. we do we do we got we got more birthday shout outs that than we, than we'll like to it that we'll like to admit and i'm trying to think who's deserving of the black of the back channel there's only two people deserving of the back channel there really is right and, and that's caitlin and deb we're gonna well for birthday people birthday people that is right <laughs> there's tons of people worthy of, of of the back channel hotline right but like when we talking about birthday people like they're the only ones so let's go ahead let's go ahead and, and, and give them their roses and, and get this party started LDJ dj mighty you know what we do here at the top we know what we do here at the top of the show even though we've bullshitted now for just about how long have we been bullshitting we've bullshitted now for a full 18 minutes of the show let's go ahead and give these birthday shout outs they're, they're respected, and let's go ahead and roll up and roll out Yeah, it's your birthday, we said it's your birthday, it's your birthday, it's your birthday, it's your birthday, it, because it's your birthday, we sing happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> yo, we got big shout outs, yo. We got big birthday shoutouts for real, for real. We got, we got big, 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 big birthday shoutouts to get. So let's go ahead and start with the first one, right? I know we got them all. I don't got a down today. It's alright, though. It's alright, though. Fuck it. You guys, you guys lost on that one, right? First birthday shoutout I want to give out to is my Booski. It's to my Booski. It's to my Booski, de, 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 de Deborah Segovia. I right? want to say happy birthday to the Booskies as well. Yo, Booski just dropped the hit single. You got a birthday shoutout on Friday, so I'm, I'm double dipping in on you, ah. Right, we definitely, we definitely double dip it, right? Yo, yo, tell, tell, yo, tell your hit single. I said, what's up? Give me a little, give me a little squeezy, little kiss on the forehead for me. Um, yo, tell, you tell your boofer. I said, what's up to Vince, right? I said, Vince. I think so. I, I'm all group names. If it's not Vince, right? <laughs> you tell Vince. I said, what's up? Give him a little dab and be like, hey, what's going on, partner? You know, you know how we do, right? And. And, come in with the loose hand, two taps on the back, bring it in tightly. Love you, B. Love you. Keep taking care of my homegirl. You know what I mean? Like, that's exactly how you got to do it. Like, I know, I know, like, like, you've never really had to worry about it. So, again, yes. Right? Two taps. Bond. Bring in with the free hand. Wrap it around the back. Two taps on the back. You know what I mean? Saying damn words in the ear at a low level. Yo, appreciate yo, you taking care of my girl. You know what I mean? Like, yo, you know, I'm <laughs> taking my home. For him to be like, yo, I appreciate you taking care of me. Take care of my son. You know what I mean? And being a, being a great fighter, and a big and, and, and friend and all that good shit. You know what I mean? Love you, B. <mwah> <You know? laughs> a little kiss on the cheek. Like, right, right there. Right, right, right there. In that, that little cheekbone area. Right there. You know what I mean? That's how you do that. That's how you do that. Right. What's have birthday to my so happy birthday to my homegirl to, to my homegirl Debra. She's living in Tennessee right now. Right. She's over there living on a prayer. Um. 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 What's going on, Mark? We see you as well. Want to say happy birthday to my homegirl Caitlin. It's her birthday as well. Like, yo, it really like normally I have to tell you people, yo, it's your birthday. You make sure you get your weekend at Bernie's on, and, and you de- and you definitely like you definitely enjoy yourself. Well, my homegirl Caitlin must be enjoying herself because she has went ghost over since her birthday. Her she started celebrating on on Friday and she. Well, I got in contact with her early Saturday, and she has been ghost since then. I hope, I hope she's okay. I hope she's sober. I hope you're drinking water today. I hope hope you're back within the world of the living. Love you, baby girl. Happy birthday to you, too. she calls herself Baby Kardashian. I call her Baby Girl. I've known her since she was like 16 years old. She just turned 30. Like, goddamn, you old shit. Want to say happy birthday also to 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 Losa, Loso. In case you ain't know, so F A B O L O U S. Go girl, it's your birthday. I know you're right, I know you're thirsty. And say I, 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 say I, 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 We don't buy no drinks at the bar, we pour champagne cause we got that. And when we say I, want to say happy birthday to Losa. You know what I mean? Even though I was singing a song about fabuloso, she's sock. Right? Look at Chris Paul over there speed walking, trying to walk away from his troubles, his infidelities. Mmm. Ah. Oh, it's a good Monday, too. I tell you, if I'm smiling, I'm wilding. And then you can see I got a big smile on my face. I'm in a big mood. <laughs> right? So that was the birthdays for the 17th. That was just the 17th. Three birthdays for the 17th. Yo, let me, let me get three clappers for them. Let me get three clappers. <laughs> right? And then we got some birthdays yesterday on Sunday the 18th. <clears throat> <Hold it. sighs> Sorry, trying to clear that throat. <clears> throat> Let me clear. My... <clears throat> oh, Mercy babe. I hope you don't mind. Let me clear my... <clears throat> uh, I hope you don't mind. Mm. Right, we only had one birthday for yesterday, right? We only had one birthday for yesterday. Let's let's go ahead and let's go ahead and let see if I, can, if, I can, if I can get that person. Is it, it, we're gonna give them a birthday shout out that as well, right? Want to say a birthday to Carrie ann Pippin, right? So Carrie ann is the homegirl of a homegirl, girl, right? Uh, I, I don't know how to explain it, right? So my homeboy's wife. This is, this is one this gonna right? This, this this is what this is one of her friends, right? So this 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 goes out to the lovely Carrie Ann Pittman. It was her birthday. It was her birthday on Sunday. Why well, happy birthday to you? And say what happened, say what's up to your boo friend for me as well too. Yo, that dude right there. Yo, her dude. Her dude. Like I told you guys, uh, they call me Mr. Energy. Yo, yo, the, yo, the force is stronger than that one. He could be the next Mr. Energy. He definitely could be the next Mr. Energy. He definitely definitely has it in him. He has it in him. Force, right? <laughs> But he has the potential. He is the last dragon, master of them all. He ain't gonna be the last, but he may be the next. Hmm. Right, and then we get to today. Right? Then we, we get to today, we got a couple of birthdays for today. But let's, but let's give Carrie ann one clap, alright? Dropping a little open. Okay, okay, I like how you guys go. I never understood these Experian commercials got floating credit cards, floating signs, floating cups of coffee, I don't get it, I don't get it, purple cows, what does floating objects and purple cows have to do with your credit? Y'all about to have me out here Santa cussing, try not to Santa cuss, I'm in the holiday spirit, no Santa cussing for me today. Brian. If I don't say it to custody, that means this episode is going straight over to it's just going straight over to Island TV. But no, I want the real one. I want the real one. I want the real one. Give it to me real. I want the real. I want it real. The of birthdays we got to today, right? We got to We got a happy birthday for Teresa Markham. Teresa Markham is one of the homegirls from around the way. We got another. We got another home. We got another another happy birthday for John Hartnett, who was one half of the doubles division champions of 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 of, of, of shit. Why am I forgetting y'all names? Tag team champions. For like two years, Platinum Pro. That's why I know him from Platinum Pro Wrestler. Cash and. It's not cash and dash. It's not cash and flow. I'm really forgetting y'all names. I apologize. I apologize. Like I thought I had it up here. Before we wow his I'm like, oh okay, I know your information, and now I'm on the ear, and I'm drawing a complete blank, like complete, complete, complete blank. That's not cool. That's not cool at all, right? And I, can't even, I don't even have it in my. You no, know, you see there. Ah. I want to say happy birthday to 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 John Hartnett, former one half of the double divisions champion. And the last birthday we got, right, is from my homeboy, Chris Russo. Yo, why does this look like um, a mini? What was her name? She was on the Numbers Never Lie with, with that Mike dude. She, Jamel Hill. Watching NBA TV. And the black chick that they have, or the, or the woman that they have, right, doing um, on, on, the, on the panel with them. She looks like a mini... Hill, hill. Like, they, like they could be related, honestly. Like I'm not just saying like I know that like it could be like it could be like a cousin or sister or some shit. But like, who knows, who knows, who knows? Let's get this wrapped up. Right? The next birthday we got is from my homeboy Chris Russo, right? What is happening to my boy to, I'm to my boy Chris Russo? Like, damn, it's been a while since we seen you Pippin, I hope all things are good. Hope the family's good. Hope you good, hope you're eating good, hope your brother's good, hope, hope everybody's good. You know what I mean? I've not seen you guys in a while, love you all. Right? So to everybody. See man, love is love, love, love is love, love. Love is love, love, love is love, love. Let's bring them. Let's let's, let's get them them three crappers too. Right? Let's get them all in here. Let's get them all back in the room. Let's get them all back in the room. Let's get them where the love is at. Let's show them where the love is. Where is the love? Where is the love? Where is the love? It's right here. It's right here, B. Right? To my booski and to baby girl and to Losa and to Carrie Ann and to Teresa and to John and to Chris Russo. Wanna say I wish you all a happy birthday. We hope you partying hard. Hope you enjoyed everything. It was the weekend. So I hope you got your weekend at Bernie's on. You regret nothing. You could you put your hand back. You will back and forth. And you continue to stay my my, 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 my team. And also, have a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Shalom, all that good stuff. You know what I mean? Happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, like whatever you're into. Happy, happy holidays, happy holidays. Oh yeah, yeah, you uh, definitely happy holidays. Cause y'all out there spending money, like y'all over there spending money on people. Like like, like yo, you know what I'm saying? I gotta get, I gotta get this one of my hoe's present. I gotta get my little hoes present. I gotta get my made old present. I gotta get my old old present. I I I, 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 gotta, I, gotta, I gotta I gotta get I gotta get my male figure old present. <laughs> ho 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 hoes, ho ho hoes, ho ho hoes. Ho. Remember to stay in the Christmas spirit and get your hoe on. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, uh, DJ Mike let's go ahead and wrap this up wrap, cut, cut that beat for me cut that beat, cut, cut that beat abruptly for me Thank you very much, thank you very much That was pretty abrupt We're gonna roll right into it We're gonna roll right into it While we, uh, while we was out here giving a birthday shout out Opening up the room for the birthday party I hope you guys got the opportunity To go ahead and pull yourself something up in your, in your sippy cup Cheers to all of you that did if you're a newcomer here and you like, yo, I didn't know. I didn't know that. I, I didn't know that the birthday time was drinks time. Well, honestly, birthday's a celebration. Fuck with you now. Birthday's a celebration. So during any celebration, you want to have celebratory items with you. So I'm hoping once you moment that you heard we were doing a birthday celebration. Like, oh, shit. Let me get myself a shot glass. Pour myself a drink. Roll myself a, roll myself a joint or a blizzy. You know what I mean? Not a grizzly, a blizzy. You know what I mean? Pack your rig, pack your bowl, pack your bong, pack your steamroller, pack your one hitter, charge up your vape. Totally, dude. Party like a rock, party like a rock star, party like a rock, party like a cockstar. star, party like a cock, party like a cock star. Mm-hmm. The Totally, dude. So I'm gonna big moon this It's Monday. And like, this is how we get like you see Mondays, Mondays I understand how most people think about Mondays. I'm like, yo, how much when you have the Mighty Sports Podcast to look forward to, Mondays just Mondays mean something different. It's motivational Mondays. It's no longer mundane Mondays. Like you really feeling all the energy. Was that was that a was that, a, was, that a, was that somebody joining the room? I told you guys I don't be I don't be knowing these new sounds and stuff. I heard my I heard I heard a little beepy bop. I was like, yo, is that what I think it is? That's not the video people. That's not one of the video conferences. Let's get into our first topic of the day, because you know what we do here, right? We have have our first topic of the day. Actually, let let me rephrase that, right? So you guys actually know. We have our mighty topic of the day. And our mighty topic of the day is basically any topic that supersedes all topics. And I'm hoping you guys are with me on this for our mighty topic of the day. My, 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 my tea! Three mighties, Amira Stoudemire whoops his daughter's ass. That really wasn't the mighty topic of the day, my bad. See, I can't help myself. That really wasn't supposed to be the mighty topic of the day. But since we're here, Amara Stoudemire gets arrested for whooping his daughter's ass. Apparently, Amira Stoudemire gets arrested for punching his daughter in the face. That's what it said. Amara Stoudemire gets a call from his spouse, his wife, or whatever. Daughter's being disrespectful. Apparently, if you're telling me that my daughter's being disrespectful, that means you want me to go over there and discipline my daughter. Amara Stoudemire goes over there to discipline his daughter for being disrespectful to her mother. Don't know what she said to get the technical foul, but... She must have said some magical words because she was like, That's why you not my real daddy and I sucked your brother's dick. Bitch, what? (laughs) 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 Speculations. False speculations, right? You know what? I'm gonna need that drop. I'm gonna need that Rick Ross drop. Do, Do we not have that Rick Ross drop? seriously do we do we have that I, I feel like we should have that drop by now do we not have the rick ross drop all right let me know Air that out load it up let's see um so i really wasn't i really wasn't coming in here to talk about this first right because it was it was it was going to be a fleeting topic but then it made me think of something that i re- that I recently saw as i'm talking to you guys maybe think of this i recently saw and it was about Steve. It was from that like Steve from the Steve Harvey show, right? And it was a it was a young woman, right? Asking Steve, uh, explaining Steve Harvey that her husband is the, is the disciplinary Now, wait, I'm not justifying anything. I'm just telling you guys a story right now. Her husband was the disciplinary in the household, and. Sometimes when he's disciplining the children, right, her sons, she feels that he goes a little overboard, right? That he's going a little too hard on them, right? He goes too far. And she kind of wants them, kind of wants them sometimes to take, like, to ease up a little. And she wants to know... Like what she should do um, um what she should do in this in these situations when she feels like this and steve harvey flat out to uh, get the hell out stay the hell out the way respectfully and the reason why he said that right because he explains himself he said do you love your husband is, is your husband a man of your dreams she paused for a second and she's like yes he is cool She's like he asks her like what are the things that you love about him and then give her a chance to answer. Just laid out some of the basic things. Do you love his composure, his discipline, his his chivalry? Um, like like the 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 little things that you can think of, right? The things that make him a man. Do you? She's like yes. She goes. Then he goes okay then. When he's. Disciplining these boys to become young men. He's disciplined to become the man that you fell in love with the kind of guy that you hope your sons grow up to be. That's what he is transforming them into. Not saying this is the case of the Mars Stoudemire scenario, but there is something to be said when you call upon the disciplinary of your household to enact discipline. You know what kind of discipline this person enacts, right? You know how they enact it. You know what you what you what you know, you, you know your level of comfortability, or you know what they're going to do when you've gotten to that point. Not saying that Maristadamai should be punching his daughter in the in the jaw, but his wife did call her, call him, because his daughter because their daughter was out of control technically. And she didn't know what to do with it, so she called the disciplinary in the house. Don't, again, not justify what he did. I'm just curious, what did she say to get the technical foul? Don't know if he smacked her. Don't know what she did. You know how kids are kind of weird these days. He could have smacked her across the face. I have to see the damages. And maybe she took an orange to her face after that. Don't know. You know women can be vindictive. Right, and manipulative and all kinds of crazy stuff. Right, guys could be too. This is all one sex. Right, this, this isn't a battle of the sexes. Every time I've ever thought about the word queso, I always think white cheese specifically. Why is this? Somebody help me out here. Why is my brain pre-programmed to think that queso is specifically white cheese? Anybody? Somebody? Anybody? Somebody make some noise? party people! Party people! Thank you guys for listening to Mighty Sports Podcast, by the way. As, you, as we are on this wild, we haven't even got into the sports yet, for real, for real. But don't forget to like. Don't forget to follow. Right? Def, don't forget to share. Definitely share, right? Because, because, because podcasting is, is a group activity. So if you're listening, like, right, share with the people that you're listening with as well. right? So that you guys can talk about this later and talk about how retorted I was. That's all I care about. Like, just talk. Just make fun of me. That's why I, I just I, I'm just here to talk my shit so you can make fun of me afterwards. Excuse me. Like, like that ass, that ass. I do this just so you can make fun of me afterwards. No other reason. So I was, I was kind of. So I'm, I, I, I am just curious. Like, it's not, like, it's, it's, not, it's not, it's not, it's not cool. what my did. Right. Children, stop talking back to your parents because. You really don't know the kind of gangster your parents were before they had you. And I'm starting to learn this, right? (laughs) The older I get, right? You don't fully understand the level of gangster your parents were before they had you. Some of you, you do know. Because your parents just don't let you forget about it, live it down, or whatever. Or they show it to you every single day, which, which is kind of not the way you kind of want to be. Right? Is this Lakers game over, or this is the other, this is from another day? Why did they slow that down? That was the longest two bottles of water being poured simultaneously on somebody that I've ever seen. And it's now Devin, be- Devin Booker on street clothes. Then why am I watching this Phoenix and Lakers game then? If Devin Booker's in street clothes, Anthony Davis is a, in street clothes again. That was gonna be that was gonna be the injury we was gonna talk about, to be honest with you. That was really going to be the injury report that we was going to talk about. Because I feel like I'm having deja vu every time I talk about Anthony Davis being on the injured list. Like, I'm not even surprised when Anthony Davis is on the injured list. It's like, okay, oh, offensive foul? It's part of the reason why I love watching games on silent, right? I know we're doing the podcast and I couldn't have it planned if I wanted to. But if you guys ever get the opportunity... Watch your favorite sporting event on silent. Forget the crowd. Forget the commentating. Forget the noise. Sit there. In dead silence and watch. And honestly... Depending on how you've watched before... And I'm still going to say... This with with a strong confidence. Watch your favorite sporting event on silent. And... It would almost make like it the first time you've ever watched a game. I'm not talking about being at a bar, nah, not the same. At your crib, alone. That's for two hours. Silence, just you watching. No Reggie Miller to to to, to vomit all over the mic. Nobody's crowd yelling MVP for opposing players. None of it. Just you and the game. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised how much different you see the game that you love. The games that you love. It's funny that the Lakers still have a Bryant on their team. Rest in peace to Kobe. Goddamn. Goddamn, Goddamn. I got the Rihanna song in my head now. Keep and yourself And pick me up And give me dough I want some hand Some hand right now Is your throw bottomless Then show me how Suck me off. Go downtown. Lick my balls. Open your mouth. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I blacked out. I blacked out. That's going to have to make it into a cut somewhere. But I got the Rihanna song. <laughs> I apologize. Every song I have in my head has a perverted remix. It's just just what happens. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Come on, nigga. Don't play with it. (laughs) Like, I'm a pervert, nigga. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Packers are winning 24 to 12. We have the whole fourth quarter to go. We are like seven seconds in fucking Troy Hill just got himself a passing offense and there goes me having a clean podcast. I'm, listen, I may, the podcast may have been dirty. Like, who knows? Alright? We could have been gone dirty. I'm over here. I, I could have been lying to myself when I told myself, oh, we're gonna have a clean show. Man. I haven't had a clean show since the last time the police had a clean arrest. Hey, you! <laughs> Talk to, let me get a clapper on that one. <clears throat> Let's get into it. Let's roll up and roll out. And I'm tired of just running my mouth for a nonsense. Alright, we got our we 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 have our Mighty topic of the day, and that and that was the greatest World Cup I have ever seen. I I, and I I I am not speaking in conjecture. I I am not speaking in hyperbole, I am not being I am not having recency bias. What I am having is memory bias. Because I honestly cannot remember another World Cup as interesting as this one. Call it age. Call it actual. Like You understand because there's so many different factors that play into it, right? What was I doing at the time? How involved was I leading up to the World Cup? The meaning of the World Cup to me. The meaning of soccer in my life at, that, at, at a given time, right? But I'm literally watching this World Cup. And... I will be honest with you. I don't think I caught I didn't catch all of the first half. So when I caught the when I caught the match, it's 2-0. It's 2-0, and they're already talking about Messi being the greatest player that ever lived, that never won a chip. Boy, that sounds like Reggie Miller, Patrick Ewan, and Charles Barkley. John Stockton and Carl Malone. Like you can literally make an all-star team. An all time great all star team of the players that Michael Jordan has stopped from getting a championship. And those players could probably beat him. I don't think you can do the same thing for LeBron. <laughs> oh, that ball did not extendo. Oh, carry bitches like Imprego. Blah, blah, blah. In the blah, blah. All right, so let's get back. 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 I'm wildin', I'm wildin'. I wonder if I'm. Nah, no, am I tipsy? I had a check the cup. That was a big cup I made today. Like I made an old school cup. I, I made a cup that I'm telling you right now. By the end of the show, you're gonna notice a difference in the pattern of my speech. Like I'm gonna go on autopilot. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna be here glazed over, and I'm just gonna be. It's gonna be real words. It's gonna be real words. But I'm not gonna remember what I'm saying. And you know how you guys i have no clue how many times that has happened. Where I've talked to you guys, and because I was so tipsy, I had no clue what was being said. No clue. No clue whatsoever. I think they did something interesting where they took it back to the oh, is he going for the banger? 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 Nope, all that for a 3 point shot. Okay, he made it. <sighs> Tory Craig, 5 for 6, 3 for 3 from the from from, from beyond the arc, 6 rebounds, 14 points tonight. Tory Craig balling in the absence of in the absence of, of 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 the Golden Child, not the Golden Child, the Golden Child is Stephen Curry. Ooh, my bad. And in the D book Blah, blah, blah. Damn, I got this number song in my head. Actually, I'm so glad I never, I never had Tourette's. Because I feel like I would be a bad Tourette's person. I'd be funny as shit, though. But well, it'll be all music. But I feel like I got musical Tourette's now anyway. Am I the only person that has that? Like, you just blurt out random verses. You just be sitting there. And hey, you're not a You make me I smell and my blood of burn. Sweet home Alabama, and yeah, here I'm coming home, Nelly, Nung Nung Nelly, Nung Nung Nelly, and New York, New York. Am I the only person that has that happen? <laughs> like seriously, I know I'm not the only person. Because if I don't give up, then you don't give up. I know I can't be the only one with the weird-ass musical jukebox in their head. The fuck? Niggas in the lake? Hey. We got niggas in the lake and niggas in Paris. Check out the podcast. Mighty Sports Podcast. M-Y-T, M Y T, Amazon Mike. Y and in Yankee. T as in Tango. Sports Podcast. We're live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday night. That's what you see. That's what you hear. Blah blah blah, <sighs> like a brago. <sighs> All right, let's continue. Let's continue. What were we? This is this is probably the baddest World Cup I've ever seen. Like like this was phenomenal. Like like we're talking about phenomenal, and and they really was sitting here talking about talking about Messi, as if he was, as if he was um Russell Wilson when he was with the Seattle Seahawks. Like that's how they were talking about. Like he was Mr. Mr. Unlimited. They were giving him his praises, giving him his roses. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I say this? I wasn't rooting for France. I really wasn't. But because Mbappe, 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 Mbappe is black. I'm definitely. I was rooting for him. Only reason. Only reason. Only reason. Now, I realized maybe I should have been rooting for a little bit more for France. Right, but fuck them. I fucks with Mbappe. That's about it, right? And watching this match and watching this match, as I told you, I got there right before the half. So Argentina's up. And and great, I'm, I'm rooting for the South American team, right? That's all I knew. I was rooting for the South American team, right? You know what I mean? Viva la Raza. I was rooting for my South American team. Hey, but they're up and I'm like yo this is a wash because in soccer a 2-0 lead it you might as well be up 28-3 in a Super Bowl <laughs> <laughs> you understand it almost looks insurmountable They come out the half. France still got no answer for them. Argentina's doing their thing. No more points to score for a mile. And then... We got to about... The 75th minute mark. Probably even later than that. It could have been around like the 86th minute mark. Right? But... Let's call it... After the 75th minute mark. We could have been well into the 80s by now. No doubt. I see you thank you for the, th- thank you thank you. Thank you for the like, follow and share. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. I see you daily. So All of a sudden, right? There's a penalty kick that has to happen. And who is up for the penalty kick? None other than Mbappé. Mbappé. Bop bay, mm, bop, mm, bop, bay, mm, bop, Hey yo, who's that bad? They just eating a grizzly in your picture. Hey Greek freak, I know you the Greek freak, but why you got dudes eating grizzlies in your, <laughs> in your, in your picture? the <laughs> commercial? Hey yo, what they trying to do to my boy the freak on Google? Maybe they're trying to play up to his freakiness. Let's continue. So Mbappe gets that a penalty kick. And no doubt. Penalty kick comes out. Comes up at Mbappe does what great people do. He puts in a penalty kick. Bam! It's one It's one to two now. Right? Is that what happened? Was it penalty kick then goal or was it golden penalty kick? Either or. Within 90 seconds, Mbappe comes back down. <laughs> <laughs> Two! Two! And you're looking at it like... Wait a minute! Hold up! Wait a minute! What just happened? Where did this come from? Who you with? Who you saw? Who you gonna tell? Who's mama we smacking? It got crazy! Suddenly, crazy! Out of nowhere! Out of nowhere! And now we have a game! Now we have a GAME! folks we don't just have a game. Mbappe this is a score, g- penalty kick and the second goal. Like when he talking about this is the tr- this was the definition of doing everything I could to help my team win. Scored goal number one. Scored goal number two. Before that happened, um, like I said, the first two goals for Argentina were scored by um, Di Maria and also Messier. So so, so before... Before Mbappe puts in those two goals, they're talking about Messier being the all-time goal um um score um um leader in in the World Cup with seven goals, or was it six goals at the time? Mbappe puts in those two; he's now the goal leader at seven. Messi comes back and says, "Oh, mon frère, you speak French, right? So hold up, my God, dude, you pump these brakes." And Messi shows why he has done everything. Inside the World Cup and outside of get that bling on his rings Or fuck it up with the cup And he puts in a goal it's 3-2 time is running down and things are looking desperate for France But What happens bop 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 Goal! After Messi, tear, Messi you know, Tears things up again Leaves the field all messy Mbappe comes through with another goal Ties it up 3-3 three, three. Gets the hat trick Gets the hat trick To tie this game again we go into extra minutes. A.K.A. overtime. Nothing. No more goals. So then we come down to the all controversial penalty kicks. And if you don't like penalty kicks by now. Right, I'm gonna. I'm. I am just gonna let you know. You don't like suspense. You don't like thrillers because penalty kicks may be one of the most suspenseful things out there. Right? Deeper than free throws because free throws is just those two. Like you know, you gotta go through a whole set. And then you never know if you want to put your best kickers up front, your best quickers towards the back. You want to get this game. You want to get it early or you want to have the anchors. You never know how you want to apply that pressure how you want to get, how you want to scheme. Well, for these two teams, they went ace versus ace. And listen, don't call me LeBron when I say this, Right? And I mean this, I, I I fully mean this, thank you guys, thank you guys, don't forget to like, share, and follow with the podcast, alright, definitely hit up YouTube, if you if you guys got Twitch, hit up Twitch, if you guys got Amazon Prime, you get Twitch Prime for free, you know what I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if you don't have Twitch, but you have kids, your kids got Twitch, have them show you how to hook it up, but I don't think this is the kind of podcast you want to tell your kids to follow, I mean, they're going to hear some good sports, they gonna hear some good sports. They are gonna hear some good life stories. I'm gonna tell them some good investment advices, right? Some good general investment advice. But you guys know all the stuff that come to the podcast too. You guys know that I am an alumni from the Nate Dogg School of Medicine. You, you know this, right? And in the Nate Dogg School of Medicine, it's not just it's not just the school's model, but it actually becomes. Um, your credo like basically if you are if you're a Naruto fan it's your nindo this is your ninja way and at the Nate Dog School of Medicine our nindo is day every day. that's it <clears throat> so back at it like a sports fanatic <sighs> we get into penalty kick situations right? First one up. Argentina, France goes up. Mbappe goes. Like I said, don't call me LeBron when I say this. Don't 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 call me LeBron when I say this. But I'm telling you, when Mbappe, Mbappe got up to the got up to the line. I said, oh, this is going top left. Fully. I was like, oh, if there was a way to bet on that, at that very moment, I came to you, I would have been would have been a gigillionaire. A gigillionaire. There we go. That's what I'm trying to say. Because I was like, oh, this is going top left. This is fully going top. I was surprised when it went top left. <laughs> it wasn't even like, like, when it happened, I was like, yep, see, told you. When it happened, I was like, "Oh shit!" I was right, <laughs> like fully, fully full, like, like 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 full factsaholics, right? But Mbappe comes up there and he gets the first goal. For you guys that play trivia with me on Wednesdays, you guys know the sound, so you know what's about to happen pretty soon in a couple of go rounds, right? And then, after Mbappe goes, they bring in the guy that just tears things up, right? He just, you know, the guy that tears shit up for no reason. Where well, you I call him Mister Fucks It Up. He goes by the real name of Messi, and Messi comes through, and he makes the most nonchalant kick. I have ever witnessed in my whole entire life he slow rolls one right down the middle slow rolls it I'm talking about two year old kid slow rolled right down the middle we're tied 1-1 Then we had... coming Arrive to the line. And this is when things started to go downhill for Art. You know what? Can we get a little... Can I get a little? Because you know what? You know what? This whole entire game should have been part of our... Go hard. I'm so jacked right now. Or go home right, I would out. go hard or go home segment of the week because you know what though? That's what penalty kicks are all about. You either go hard or you go home. Right now it's time for you to man up. It's time for you to it's time for you to show what you got. Show me what you got little mama. Show me what you got, Perle. Show me what you got, Messier. Show me what you got, mm bop <laughs> <laughs> I can't even help myself. I can't even help myself. I told you guys I'm in a big mood today. I'm in a real big. Yo, it's a great. This is a great sports weekend. This is a really good sports weekend. But coming comes up for um for France and he comes up and he, and he, he comes into the he comes into the line. He kicks the ball and. You
1: have failed. You have failed. You have
0: failed this city or country. <laughs> All right. And his shot gets blocked. Easily blocked. Argentina brings up next the Bali. And like Messier, he puts one in. Now Argentina is up 2-1 in extra kicks. France brings up next. I hope I pronounced this name right. Itonomani? Itonomi? Itonomi? I don't know. I thought it was pronounced Itonomi. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> But, regardless. You know what? Fuck that. Make your shots, you get, you, you, you get the right to, uh, to, have your, to have your name um, um, mentioned properly or pronounced properly. You, 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 you have
1: failed
0: this city. I'm just saying, you're just lucky you, haven't, you didn't play for Cuba back in the 80s. Just saying. I'm just saying. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Like if you know, you like go go ahead and give go ahead and give me an orange heart right now. You know what I mean? Like that's just Fugazi and shit. But you know, you know I'm a Knicks fan, right? But if you know what I'm talking about, you go ahead and drop me a little orange heart. Let me know that you know that you know what I know. Like these guys out here missing penalty kicks, like shit is all kosher. They lucky. They lucky. They didn't play for Cuba back in the 80s. You couldn't miss penalty kicks back then. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Cuba wasn't the only one. There's a couple of them too. I'm using Cuba because I think it was Cuba. It could've been somebody else. It could've been somebody you thought I was Wait, but. Right, he goes out and he misses a shot, so.
1: You have
0: this city. All right, we'll get your name right next time around. Paredes for Argentina comes up. And for the third straight time... Nope, sorry. For the third straight time, they hit jackpot. And now they're up 3-1. With not the pressure, being on France. You are now in almost must-make situations. Now, can I also tell you, right, the reason why... I'm doesn't deserve to have his name mentioned properly. Because unlike, unlike Cummins, right? That at least had his shot blocked. Right? Didn't even hit the goal. Would have had the shot if he didn't go wide left. Wide left. Finkel is Ihorn. Ihorn is Finkel. His shot went wide left. Bendito, this is on you. Uh, so now, now, so now, France has to come back, and they come up with Colomani. Ah, that's what I wrote, Colomani. Hey, I was trying to write these names down as they sound. It was going on, sis. I was just talking about, I was just talking about your brother earlier, our brother earlier. See, I could talk about it with you now. Um, you know what I'm doing? Listen, I'm wildin' and I'm smiling. You know what's going on over here. Of course I'm home. I'm at the studio. You see the Christmas spirit. You know, you know Christmas is in like six days. But yes, yeah, so I'm at the home still. You trying to pull up? But let me tell you. I, I'm gonna tell you something, right? So you have to stay on. Cause I was gonna tell this to Trish when Trish popped up earlier. But she wasn't here to appreciate this. Like she, she hopped off too soon. I know, I know. <laughs> so Chilling, right? Chilling in my 6'4". T- earlier today, right? On my 09. And... No, I'm not going to bed, but I... <laughs> Listen, if you was going to bed, you should have hot dog. <laughs> Listen, I'm in a big mood. I'm wiling and smiling. You see what's going on here. <laughs> right? So... Your, right? Your brother sends us a message, right? He sends the fellas a message. Earlier today asking us for our address which it's the holiday season right? shouldn't feel weird right if you think inside the box hey somebody needs your address (laughs) right somebody needs your address it's the holiday time it's right around Christmas maybe they send you a Christmas present but I'm like nah Something feels weird. Something feels off. Like, why does he need my address? Like, why couldn't you just come deliver the? Because you know me, I'm gonna deliver y'all presents, right? Any presents I gotta give, I come and deliver them shits personally. Not fuck that. Like, I want you to see my face when I, you know what I mean, when I when I get you your present. Like, I'm, I'm bringing that shit fully. Like, I mean, like, like Muli claws. Fuck that. <laughs> so, back 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 to the what we were saying. So I started thinking, like, if he doesn't need my address for Christmas presents, why does he need my address? I think I got a wedding invitation coming up to me. I, I, I think I think my duties as as godfather and as best man is, is gonna is, is gonna be is, is being is gonna be put on, on on a timeline. I think it's gonna start ticking. I think I'm, I, I think over the holiday season. In the mail, your brother's gonna be mailing out wedding invitations. I, I, I don't know why. Don't know why. I just have a feeling. I have a feeling, or a wedding announcement. Do you do announcement an invitation? I don't know how this shit works. Like you understand? Like I don't plan on getting married for like another twenty years. Sorry, Nix. Like, like, I, I, make, force me to force me to do it sooner. So, so, that's what I—that's all I had that, to say. That's what I would say. I, ha, I have a sneaky suspicion. I have a sneaky, sneaky suspicion that the official announcement for it is coming out this holiday. Stay tuned. Nobody sports podcast as I drop more tea about some shit y'all wasn't expecting. Bing bong. All right, let's get back into what—back uh, into the sports. <coughs> Alright, let's get back into the sports. So, Kolo, Kolo Muani, right, Mani, he comes up and I said, I got a feeling. That's why, I, I, I listen, I'm like, why do you need my address? I, I said, he could also be just a lazy fucker and be like, I'm going to mail all of you your, your your Christmas present. But you know me, I, I'm, a, I'm a big weirdo. Like, I'm a big weirdo. Like, I like to deliver my Christmas presents. Like, I, I like to fully embrace holiday seasons when it comes to stuff like that so like I mean, you know everybody each your own, each good night sis love you too mm, sleep tight you know what i mean um don't let the don't don't don't, don't let don't, don't let the bed dreams bite you know and all other good stuff i'm gonna try to blow a heart out Right, it didn't work, but that was supposed to be little smoke hearts for you. Love you, sis. <laughs> no, I've never blown a smoke heart in my life. I wouldn't even know how to form my lips to blow out a smoke heart. <laughs> like, nah, I wouldn't even have a clue. Alright, but I tried. I tried for you. I tried. I tried. Y'all give it up to my sis. And before you go, uh oh, she already left. I was going to tell her to make sure she dropped her clothes line information so you guys could go buy from her apparel. Especially, especially if you guys, like... I say especially. If you like anything, you should get it, right? But if but if you're but if you're but if you're a good Godfair and Christian person, you should definitely go check out her apparel. her apparel. Her apparel is pretty is is pretty freaking dope. Right? And, and I'm pretty sure that, that you would like it. Right? But she hopped off too soon. But go look up rugged.beauty on Instagram, and then I'm pretty sure there there's gonna be a link in the bio somewhere to her clothing apparel line and you'll be able to go check that out as well. Right. Also, she does makeup as well. You need your makeup done uh-huh. professionally? I know some people in the acting world. Maybe you need, maybe one day you need your makeup done. Like, like she can do that for you as well. You know what I mean? Listen, this is full service here on the Mighty Sports Podcast. I told you, this isn't this ain't a podcast meant for kids. But there's there's certain elements where you know kids kids can be out right here for a while until, until I go full left field and then this, you know, we wild it. You're like, oh well, I don't know. This is meant for young ears, but what is meant for young ears? Like, how old is your kid? Who were you listening to back then, at that age? Was it the Dave Chappelle Show? Or was it Eddie Murphy and, and, and Richard Pryor? Like, like, see? Like, we all had, or was it, was it the Boondocks? Like, we all got those little sketchy things watching, like you know you shouldn't have been watching. Was it Def Comedy Jam? I'm not even going to compare Wild'n Out to Def Comedy Jam, because i like, you listen, everybody should have been able to watch Wild and Out. Like, uh, none of us should have been able to watch Def Comedy Jam when, it was, <laughs> when we were kids. No, sir! Not me! I was watching it, though. I was definitely watching it. Right on, on, my, on, my, on my black box of HBO, with my squiggly line porn channels. I'm like Wait a minute, is that a nipple? Is that a nipple? I, I, I think that's a nipple. See, I told you, you never know we're gonna get that feel. Never know. You never know. I didn't even do that purposely. I didn't even do that purposely to try to prove a point. Right, it 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 just happened. But you but you know what also can just happen but you want to make sure you're was prepared for? That is to get your squeak em, squeak, squeak em squeak, squeak em squeak, squeak, squeak em squeak, squeak em squeak, squeak squeak squeak, 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 squeak squeak them on. And do you know how you can always make sure you're ready? That is with Blue Chew. What is Blue Chew? Blue Chew just happens to be a little blue pill that can get you back your thrill. All you have to do is open up a pack and head straight to the sack. Just a few chews before you do, 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 Blue Chew has the same active inv- ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so this is one opportunity that you just can't miss. For a very low cost, you can beat it up like a boss. And she will love how you come through like a champ when you Blue Chew in advance. And if you use my promo code of G-S-S-S, that's Golf Sierra Sierra Sierra. Uh, go or uh, get some savory sugar. right? <laughs> you can get your first order of Blue Chew for free. Yes, for the free free, for free free, for free free free. The only thing you have to do is pay for shipping and handling. Take care of your postal workers. And then you can do it however you like. Whether you do it like LL Cool J, where you're doing it and doing it and doing it well. Or, you, or you're doing it like Lionel Rich, where you're all night long, all night. Yeah. Blue Chew isn't the thing that you need. It's the thing that you want. Drink too much every once in a while, fellas. This is just for you. You get whiskey dick, Blue Chew cures your whiskey dick. Like to talk a little bit too much shit in them DMs? Well you could do everything that you said you was gonna do in the DMs when you blew chew right before him. Let's just say that you know what? You're normally a 6 rounder. But you're like, fuck it. I wanna go to full 12 rounds. The whole distance. I wanna judge unanimous decision. Like, I'm not trying to TKO in six rounds. I wanna go, I wanna go full 12. Blue chew! It's for me, it's for you, it's for however you do your due. Because Blue Chew only has two instructions. You chew it, and then you do it. Alright, let's get back into the sports. Let's get back into the sports, man. Because I'm telling you, this 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 World Cup had no Blue Chew needed. It was up, it was up, it was up, and it was stuffed. Last shot folks. All right. We got like I said, we get we get we we got we got Colomoni, right? He gets his shot off and he saves France. He gets his thank you. He gets his right down the middle. Easy peasy. Oh, God. I'm so jacked right there. Or go home because the last shot was left on Montiel. Argentina already had made three shots, three straight shots. Messi's slow um, slow shot up the middle, Um, DiBali following him going straight up the middle, right, Paredes making his shot. And then we had Montiel come up and took a book out of Mbappe's playbook and sends it left for the winner. Montiel closes the game. Four straight penalty kicks for Argentina. Messi gets his first championship. And we're talking about this is the eighth time that we've had um, that we've had a, that we've had a World Cup going going to extra minutes, but this is only the third time that we've had it go into extra kicks. Like I said, um, between Messi and Mbappe, they both like if like, uh, I think Messi had 7 had, had I think maybe seven goals and Mbappe had eight or maybe they both finished with eight. I I I wasn't able to confirm that. You you understand like this was this was this was one of the greatest matches soccer matches I remember. But also because once you were able to allow yourself to also get caught up in the storylines and the emotions of it. Then it added to it. I don't know if you eardrop yourself into this match. If this is the greatest match you've ever seen. But it still had its elements. Because you were still watching a 2-0 blowout. And then you saw one man tie the game. Then you saw the then you saw the GOAT and the ace on the other side say, No, au for this is still my league. Score the, score the go-ahead point. And the young fiery buck said, Slow down, young old man on your left. Ties it. Does his job. Four goals in the World Cup finals for Mbappe. Oh, yeah, he was the leader. <laughs> Four. I think I earned him the golden boat, maybe. I think that's what they call it. This was thrilling. This was exciting. The comeback by one person three goals, the penalty kicks, the letdown, the missed, the, the, the wide left, the wide left! I want is Finkle fickle is I want. This had all of the elements for one of the greatest soccer matches you can imagine. And then you add on the stakes? You add on the aces. You add on Messi. Not 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 getting one in, in seventeen years. A hundred and seventy-two matches. Is that what they said to finally get a championship. Finally get a championship. And then. As he's trying to celebrate his championship. Salt Bay tries to come up to him and give him that. And did you see how Salt Babe aggressively grabbed his arm like, Hey, do you not know who I am? I am the Salt Bay." Messi looked at him. Brush was like, hey, God, what's going on? Because you know what he wanted to tell him, right? You know what he wanted to tell him. That's what he wanted to tell salt bait. You COULD see you could see it in his eyes. You just couldn't hear it in his voice. <laughs> like that's all that was. Like he really wanted to dig in him one time. Pause. But he really gave him that dismissive look like Get the fuck off me, Puerto Susio, Yo, your mother motherfucker. You ain't relevant for no reason. Why the fuck was you thought you me? Why the fuck was you here? Why the fuck should I respect you? And I know I want full Tony Montana, but that's all the Spanish I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I get gangster with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, when you get gangster with your Spanish, do you not just automatically imitate Tony Montana? Like, is that not the voice that you go to? You let me know what voice you go to. You let me know, you you go at it, oh, Lakers, Suns, 130, 104. No Devin Booker, and no Russell Westbrook, and no Anthony Davis. See, <sighs> so yes, folks, we may have like, we may have just had one of the greatest. Like I said, greatest. Let's see, we had. I don't see any. I don't see LeBron James number, so I don't know if LeBron James played or not. So Patrick Beverly nine points, Bryant sixteen. Walker number 16 yeah I don't see I don't see LeBron Anthony Davis or Russell Westbrook right and I know that Anthony Davis isn't playing because he's injured I, I saw Russell Westbrook in in street clothes already and who is this you know it's crazy I can already see the old lady she's gonna turn into she is that she has way too much stress already in her neck you can see it like her neck is already strung the fuck out and wrinkly. Like, <laughs> like you can see how her face and like her body type is gonna is gonna cause she's she's scrawny too. So you know what I'm talking about. like right like, like, like prickly little face, right? But then neck but neck worn out I'll 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 I'll, I'll, I'll scraggly and and and, and, veiny and long and just you can see stretch out and like right, just worn out right slender slender frame Yes, yeah, you have one of them. We don't even know what that is right now. I try to find out. Now, this is one of those things, right? Is this going to make me want to watch soccer more? If soccer is eat more easily on my radar, yes. That, then it would make me want to watch soccer more. But, it's all about what's on my radar, Right? Because things are sometimes in you know, on my radar. I don't know when it's on. I don't know when it's when I can conveniently find it. How to conveniently find it, or or very easily. So when it's on, to conveniently find it. Like oh, the New York Red Bulls are playing today. Let me put you on. Where can I put you on at? Where can I find you at? You know, FAMU. you ba- I'm um, football is on. Where can I watch it at? Where can I find it? Because FAMU is my is, is is my team that I don't talk about. Enough. I have, to, I, have to, listen, I have to get more into into football, especially college football, to even want to talk about FAMU. So, it's just that it, I, don't, I, I don't have my radio enough for me to just conveniently watch it in the afternoon, early in the morning, or in the afternoon, you know what I mean? In the month of December or early in the June. Sorry, that's why you sometimes you got to you guys got to watch. You just have to watch. I was out here getting groovy, baby. Groovy, yeah, that one hit me. Yeah, that like it automatically brought the tone of my voice down. Okay, I think I think for a while we're gonna be talking about the early morning voice. Um, so where were we? Yeah, I don't know if this is gonna be one of those things that automatically force me to just want to watch soccer, right? But if, if if it if it does nothing else, then maybe it forces me to, and and I'm talking this out, right? As I'm thinking, out loud. To just do something as simple as, set myself up a reminder to be alerted for when New York Red Bull games are on. To see if I can catch, because I'll tell you this honestly, I don't mind watching Another sport live because I always know how to go back and find old basketball games. That helps make sense, so I don't mind. Like I can even even football is not so hard So I wouldn't mind. Like like I don't mind watching a UFC match. I don't mind watching a wrestling match. I don't mind watching something else, a tennis match, while maybe my Knicks are playing something else is on, because I know I can always go back and watch my Knicks in a more I know. I'm searching for the word I was looking for. Controlled environment. That wasn't what I was looking for, but it'll fit. Fuck it. <clears throat> right? Inclusive environment. Right? Exclusive. Controlled environment. Right? Well, well environment. I'm moving to pay attention a little bit more and focus. Control. <clears throat> that may be the number one thing that it does for me right now. And if that leads to more speculation of, more, more speculation, wait, more viewership of the sport from my end, I'm at that point where I'm down in the words I'm using. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm telling you, that last pull directly hit the, 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 the cerebral Abdullah Umbungada. like I am affected. I am fully affected right now. Oh, John Collins is back in the lineup for the for the Hawks. I really don't like the Hawks. I really don't. But I think you guys have discussed this already. Okay, so we'll see. We'll, we'll see how we'll, like, we'll see how it makes me feel because I. I just, uh, The biggest thing maybe usually for maybe younger children, right? Younger kids maybe. That This may be something that gets them more involved. Like that's what that's what it's really about, right? Like fuck us. Like like fuck us, the people that spend the money, the people that that, that are viewing stuff right now. This ain't got shit to do with us. This is all about can this make children more interested into the sport for them, oh yeah. I can see, as, as probably happens every four years, there's a major uptick in soccer-like activity, right? Soccer registration, so- soccer players, so- you know, soccer activity for a while, so there's always a wave to catch, and all you can hope for, this think of it like sales, that every time you catch that wave... Every time that wave comes, that you hold on to a bigger percentage. Every time of children, or of individuals' interest, and that's really all you can really ask for, right? You can't ask to get one hundred percent of the population. You can't get. You can't ask for like, oh, everybody that's now paying attention because of their country or just period, for their love of soccer that was ingrained in them as a child. Right, because maybe it was the first sport that they played or they fell in love with or they saw any member of their family member, you know, anybody of their family members play for any for any reason whatsoever. Right? If it just if you are able just to retain a larger percentage every time, you go from 1% to 1.3% to the next time 1.7, nobody cares how big the jump is. Right? Progress is progress. Even you know that growth happens at the snail's pace sometimes. We see it with soccer in the United States as much as we see it with women's basketball. Because, to be honest with you, those are probably like still are the next two sports that are really still kind of battling for that for that next for that next sports spot of of USA viewership of consistent viewership. Football has its place. Basketball has its place. Baseball and hockey have their niche of people that's enough. More than enough. Team sports are talking about it, right? We already know what happens in tennis and golf. They have their niches already. They're good. And even the, and even then, they always like when there's when there's somebody that, that that peaks enough interest to keep holding on to a bigger percentage. Obviously, more people that watch, more people that buy, more people spend money, more more, you know, more money, more money, more money. But um They're getting there. Like they're on that rise. Women's basketball and soccer. You still seeing it. Now, the only thing about it, like, I've always been surprised at how popular women's soccer is, right? And how dominant that they have been, that they haven't been able to help with that push of movement. But, because it's, it's women's sports, and you know how you know how they get there, how they get shitted off for no reason, uh, even though they even though their game is so fundamentally better than ours, like it's 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 ridiculous. Let's go ahead and cut that. Well, let's get like I want to I want to roll up and roll out from this, right? Because the World Cup was awesome. If you haven't watched the, if you haven't watched the World Cup or got a chance to um, to see it, then pay attention. Then that's on you. That's on, that's on you. I, like you like this 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 was a great sports weekend, soccer. Basketball, football, like it, we had elements, we had great games, we had something that has not happened since they said 2002. That's for one of these stats. Another one of these stats hasn't happened since 1982. Some big things are happening in New York. Let's. I'm, I'm mad at you for this. Let's let you know. Right. Because. I, I, yeah, you, you, But let's get into. A little. 305 to my city. We're going to start off in New York. And then we're going to come on down to South Florida. And, we, and we're going to rest. We, we're going to take the trip down here first. South, we're going we're gonna to end our trip down here in South Florida. I don't want to go up to New York and come back down. Right, and then come back down again or I start here Come, I guess it's the same thing either or if I start here I'm going to have to still go back up to New York and then come back if I start in New York I still got to leave here go to New York and come back still the same amount of traveling ain't it still the same amount of traveling I think I want to end my night in Florida instead of ending my night in New York now when I know I'm flying back I can relax as you know I'm not relaxing I don't know I don't know what I'm talking about. To be honest with you... <laughs> to be honest with you, you know, you, I think you guys know me by now, right? I'm just stalling, so that we can get into a little 305 of my city. Here it comes, here it comes, here it comes, here it comes... My tea. Tea from 305 of my city. city. I keep the pulse of the city Whether well, it's Knicks, Heat, the Nets of Magic We talk about it, the good of tragic It could be the Bills, Bucks, Ew. Jets, Jags, Giants, and Fans We talk about it all The losses, all go wins Yankees, Marlins, Mets, and Rays we talk about them all day, all yeah. day. We're about to die on the I-9-5. we about to die on the I-9-5. we about to die on the I-9-5. We're about to die on the I-9-5. Let's take a trip off and up. Let's ride it down. Let's write it down this i 9 Let's take a trip up to New York and let's get into it first. All right? We're getting to our next Talk, our Next Talk. You know how it goes, Out next Talk, our next Talk. We, we got some big things happening, cut that music for a while, right? Because, I, I gotta let you guys know, right? Currently as it stands, the New York Knicks are... They're streaking! Who's streaking? There's, there's more coming! Everybody's doing it! That's true! There's more coming! And everybody is doing it! The New York Knicks, they're streaking. Seven game win streak, folks. After their last win against the Indianapolis Pacers. But not just them, folks. Folks, their seven-game win streak is the, is the first time the New York Knicks have won seven straight games since the 2002 se- season. Or whatever season that is when they had Amari Stoudemire and... Maybe that was 2012, 2013, maybe. I don't know why I said 2002. Right, but um, when he had, had Lynn Saturday and Amari Stoudemire, who I told you is in the is in news recently for punching his daughter in the jaw... For being disrespectful to um to her mother, you know he ain't punching the jaw for no reason. He was disrespect. He was she was disrespectful to the love of his life and her mother. He felt some type of way. And he chin checked her. I would hope most people would chin check somebody that is disrespectful to their wife and to their mother. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm being a little facetious here. I'm being a little facetious here. But, um, <clears throat> so New York Knicks are on a, a seven-game winning streak. If I'm not mistaken, I think the New York Islanders are Rangers. One of those New York hockey teams. They're also on a seven-game win streak. Right? My bad. No disrespect to them. This is the first time since 1982 that both of those teams have been on a seven-game win streak together. Right? But, wait, there's more. The Brooklyn Nets. We're currently on a six-game win streak. I'm sorry, I said I didn't want to do this, so instead of flying commercial, let's go ahead and hop on the G7 real quick, right? I'm sorry, let we hop. We're, we're futuristic, futuristic voyeurist. and We gotta get there faster than normal. We're gonna hop on the G8.
1: Come on, camera in Florida. I think I
0: can rest. Florida man decided to bring in an
1: alligator
0: with him while making a beer run. The Miami Heat are on a four-game win streak hop back on the GA. Let's head back up to New York. Man, can I tell you how happy it has been to be a Knicks fan? Can I tell you how much it has been to be a Knicks fan right now? It has been great over the last couple of weeks. The New York Knicks are on a seven-game winning streak, beating the likes of Chicago, Indianapolis. Like, who else did we beat out there? Like, listen, you got that up for me yet? I don't like you guys. You guys are assholes. You making me out on the street. Rattle, 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 rattle. Y'all remember that, that 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 cartoon show Chowder? What was the dude's name, the cook? Cause you know everybody had a had a had a had a food name, right? What was the cook's name? Cause all he would say was rattle 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 rattle. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that, right? But. That was a funny show. If you've never seen that show, you need to go ahead and watch uh, watch that cartoon. That's a dope-ass cartoon. Right? <clears throat> but the New York Knicks, right, they had their seven-game win streak beating the likes of the Indianapolis Pacers. Right? And their win streak's probably going to end this Wednesday. Well, we'll see. The team that they're playing has a key injury as well. There's a lot of key injuries going around the lake. God damn. Jay Kildridge, Alexandra. This dude sweated like he poured baby oil on himself. Like that boy is glistening, and he's dripping. Maybe he just poured some water on himself, right? They played the Chicago Bulls twice in Chicago and beat them, right? They played the Sacramento Kings. They beat the they they beat the Hornets. They beat the Hawks, and they started off this seven-game win streak by beating the Cavs, holding them to just eighty-one points with Donovan Mitchell in the starting lineup and on the team. The New York Knicks, um, they they, they have recently decided to focus around their defense, right? Shorting shorting up their lineup and focusing on defense. Bringing up Deuce McBride. Um, starting, 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 Starting Quentin Grimes. Bring my beat back. Starting Quentin Grimes. Right? trying to see how much time we have. I forgot, I forgot about that two hour mark. Okay, we got about 20 minutes we're going we're gonna to talk about this and we're going to switch segments. Right, but that's the over there starting Quentin Grimes. And and, and I, unfortunately, having to sit Cam Reddish because Cam Reddish's defense wasn't solid enough. We wanted to play Hartenstein but, you know, we, we, we like his hustle. Giving Sims great minutes. Understanding that his energy is like, his energy is his best ability right now. There's a lot of work input. I wrote. I wrote something down some time ago, right? And I don't have it in front of me. But I still want to. I still want to get to the point where the New York Knicks mid three, as we go call them, but the New York Knicks mid three, are averaging all about 25 points per game. Putting up 75 points per game each. If they do that, they can damn near be unbeatable. Especially if we're holding teams to under 100 points. Now, to be honest with you, they're already on pace, believe it or not, to match the average points per game of the Miami Heat's Big Three. Did you know Exactly. So they can be consistent with putting up more than 66 points per game. As a whole. That's 22 points each. To be honest with you, that's saying RJ Barrett, you can honestly score 18 points. Julius Randle, you can score 26. Jalen Brunson, you can put up 22. And be on pace to average what the Heatles did. Now, if I told you that, that the New York Knicks, been three, were averaging what the Heatles did, how would you feel about them? This is before they started playing defense. They've been putting up these numbers. Ironically. It's just now the winning is starting to come into place. Now, it's still tough for us, though, as, as Knicks fans. You know not I, I have to constantly remind you. In our division alone, it's still the Brooklyn Nets, the Philadelphia 76ers, the Boston Celtics, and... us. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't want Toronto's behind us. Like, those are still the three teams ahead of us. Philly brooklyn boston as much as you would love to be better because there's still talks about those Tibbs still the guy, and i don't know and la 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 is there still do you still feel the same way about tom Thibodeau? let me know hit me up in the comments i want to hear from you Knicks fans let me know in the comments do you still feel that way about tom Thibodeau? Because what I constantly see from Tom Thibodeau is a guy that constantly is willing to make changes until he finds a lineup that can win consistently. And he doesn't care if that lineup is old or that lineup is young, he doesn't care if that lineup has 10 years of experience, 15 years of experience, or two days of experience. Tom Thibodeau is about results. And he has always been about that. We want young players' development, he wants results you want him to give these young guys a leash and he is and he is and he is trying to transform boys into men and let them understand you get nothing without earning it so is that what we want to do is is, 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 is to succumb to the Fugazi culture of giving people things that are undeserved you've made it to the NBA you haven't earned your minutes. You've made it to the NBA. You haven't earned playing time. You've made it to the NBA. You haven't shown stability. But we just want to play these... You, you just want to play them... <clears throat> just so you can see. And Tom Tiber was like, Mm-mm. I've been seeing. I've seen him practice. Because we practice hard. And you don't practice hard. We play hard. You're not playing hard. We play discipline. You're not playing discipline. We all will love Cam Reddish to be on the court more. But if he's not earning it, what do you want? If he doesn't deserve it, think about the guys that he's playing. He's, he's winning this down to a knot. Instead of saying, oh, I have to play this guy, I have to play this guy, he's doing it to nine guys he can rely on. And if Cam Reddish or anybody else shows that they could be one of them, they'll earn their time too. What is wrong with that? That is what sports should be. That is a meritocracy. That is what sports should be. I'm telling you right now. Forget what all of you guys say. I want Tom Thibodeau, is this his, are we in his fourth year? Yeah, no I think we're in his third. Next year, I want him to get a six-year extension or a five-year extension onto his contract. I want Tom Thibodeau to be the Knicks coach for ten years. I want anybody that comes to the New York Knicks know that you need to play defense and be held accountable first before you earn anybody here. When they come to New York, they need to know what kind of team they're coming to. You know what? That's called that's called culture. That's called what they have down in Miami. That's what they that's called what they have down in over in Golden State. That's how that's called what they have in San Antonio. That's what they have in that's called what they have in Boston. When you come there, you already know there was a predetermined standard that you must live up to. And if you're not that kind of player, then why do we want you? If you can't conform to that, why do we want the non-coachable guy? The guy that doesn't want to play defense. Even Devin Booker has, has bought into defense. He's great at it, but he's bought in. You want players that you 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 want you want something set here, and when players come here now to New York, they know what they're getting themselves into from front to back, from back to front. You know on the first night if you're fucking or not. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear no more complaints about Tom Thibodeau. We've seen this man try. Oh shit! Is that Chill Will? That is Chill Will. Oh shit! We got Chill Will. Come on, camera in
1: Florida.
0: Oh wait, row one. <laughs> Chill Will got the Chill Will got the Florida man, the, the Florida man music again. What's going on, Chill Will? How you doing? Let's get let's get Chill Will in here properly, right? I don't know, Let, let's let's make sure let's make sure we get Chill Will in here properly because you know Chill Will gets offended if we don't give him his intro. As you guys know, <laughs> <laughs> drop takes, don't you? Drop takes don't drop. you? Sir yes sir! Well if you're gonna drop takes you might as well go ahead Ooh. and drop them exhibitiously.
1: Cleveland this is for you
0: shoot that little shit my mouth No I, I was just no I was just telling everybody alright about about the New York Knicks and, and 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 explain them how they're about their current win streak that actually started off by beating the Cleveland Cavaliers and holding them to eighty one points, um, but that, <laughs> <laughs> that, that that you know that I'm I'm tired of the, of of the overreaction that, that New York Knicks and, and granted granted for the last I would say for the last five days or so Knicks fans have been really quiet, they have been. You haven't heard the woe is me guy. You haven't heard the the overreact because you're on a seven-game win streak. Those people have shut the fuck up for right now. They'll come back the next time the Knicks lose two games in a row. I guarantee you. Let the Knicks go on a two-game win streak. Man, Tibbs need to be fired. He doesn't do this. He... This man has literally tried 149 different starting lineups since he has been there in three years. He has tried 762 different lineups playing since he's been there in three years just to constantly find what works. Does that sound like a man that bows down to analytics to you? Is that, does that sound like a man that bows down to the, to the consensus norm of what the fans are saying, what the GM is saying, what the owner is saying? Or is it a man that's out there just trying to find results? Consistently trying to find results. Shit may look good on paper. Shit may sound sweet on, on, on um, statistically. But when it comes down to actually putting them on the court, what works? And he constantly finds that. Doesn't care who it is. He didn't care when it was Kimball Walker. He didn't care when uh, he didn't care when it was Jalen Brunson. He didn't care if it was Emmanuel Quickly. He didn't care when 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 it was goddamn who that whoever that's Alfred Payton. As long as they won, he was like, "You're in. You play defense. You do what I say. You're in." Why would you not want somebody that constantly sets a standard? Because there, there's t- see, there's too much of this misconception. I really think it's a misconception that players don't want to be coached. There really is this misconception. Yet, I have never heard a great player. Sorry, I lie. Kyrie Irving. Shit. <laughs> Listen, you guys call him great. Durant, Durant. How about Durant? No, Durant wanted to be coached. Durant always said he wanted to be coached. He wanted to be coaching. No, he never said he, He's never not- said he didn't need them.
1: Uh, coaches that's there coaching them. Uh, Durant said it
0: too, shit. He will to leave. But Durant want, always wants to be coached though. He's never said anything about not wanting to be coached. He wants to be coached up. He looks for that. Well I
1: saying you want to be coached. He's saying these motherfuckers so bad, we might as well coach ourselves. Oh no. <laughs> that's the <laughs> difference. That's the views as difference. like the but part of the motherfuckers that's here. I can't. We can just do this shit ourselves. Come on, let's hold another practice.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, I, it, it's rare. So, let's, I'm not gonna say it's not, it doesn't happen. It's 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 rare to find the athlete that's great that still does not want to be coached. Like these guys are still. Lo- does LeBron James not want to be coached?
1: Huh? Hell yeah. Because you do quit playing with me.
0: You know what? No, you're right. LeBron no.
1: LeBron James, they never want to be coached. They the first person that wanted to coach LeBron James they, was was the, the detriment. to um, – I wish we had Pat Riley as a GM at that time. Was a detriment to. Um, what's his name? Dale. Actually, no, I you're right.
0: Up. Because he also he wanted Eric Spoelstra out of there. Paul Silas. Yeah, that's right. Paul yeah. Silas. He he ate. Paul Silas he. was the best coach he probably ever
1: had. He got rid of because he didn't like. It. Or so, he, he he probably wanted to bring him in
0: like traditionally, but he got yeah, But a, no, you know what, it, it happens. It, it, okay, you, know, it, what? I, you know what? I you know what? I lied because you know what? Some some people don't like certain coaches and certain coaching styles because, and some people do want a more. Because you know what? I I I'm, I now I'm, I'm now reminiscing about Allen Iverson and Larry Brown. Now Larry Brown was probably the best coach ever for Iverson. And that that was the coach that he wanted to get away from as fast as anybody. But the moment he got away from him, immediately regretted it. And regrets it to this day that Larry Brown was not his coach during his whole entire tenure. I've never heard that kind of conjecture come from LeBron yet. We'll see how he feels about all of his coaches in the past. This will come out eventually. We'll see if LeBron James ever has enough humility in him to let this come out. Right, because that's something I think sometimes LeBron James, he doesn't allow himself to be vulnerable in, in, in those ways at times, and and humbles himself to the media. He is humbling at times, and there's certain areas where he is very still standoffish. and and he and he will still stay in his whatever LeBron role. Um, so it's it's rare. Let's just call it rare, right? Because I, I I can it doesn't say that you can't name them. There's a lot more of p- uh, players that want to be coach and want to f- and everybody just wants to find that right coach, right? And, and and that's really and that's really kind of what it is sometimes, right?
1: Well, there you go. I would say
0: that. Yeah, like people people know. just want to find their right coach because I, did, I know I don't. I will never say that Allen Iverson didn't want to be coach. He wanted the guy that he thought was right for him. And and so and and that's all certain. Players. And that's why you see coaches being sought out. That okay after a time. When I have this coach that does really well, that has never won a championship, you know what? How about we try this with somebody that has actually won? And, that, and if you're a really great player, that may, be, that, that may be the only difference in you asking for your next coach. I like this guy. We've done wonders together. Get me somebody that, 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 that's won from a coaching position because there's something missing. There's a disconnect here, and I need somebody that can connect that dot. That's what Michael Jordan had to go through. That's what Kobe had to go through. Um, 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 um In a weird ass way, Stephen Curry had to go through. Like we, like, and, and I don't even think they asked for that. I think management just kind of made that decision for themselves. You let them tell it. Mark Jackson may still be coaching that team the way they loved him. <laughs> if you let the if you let the players tell it, but 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 also, let's let's also be realistic. That move doesn't happen without somebody's consent, without without those guys at least being okay with it. Not saying they signing off on it. Would you be okay if we could bring in a more experienced coach with with our, our guy with, with some championship pedigree? And if they say, "Yo, we would love that," then that's how those things happen. They don't have to say. They not necessarily have to You're go not in there. They don't, they don't necessarily have to go in there and say we want Matt Jackson gone. They could they could propose to them a scenario. That may lead to Mark Jackson's replacement. And that's something that we never actually got a, got a hold of. We don't know what really happened behind the scenes. Because the way the NBA works these days, I, I find it kind of hard to believe that between Klay Thompson, Stephen Curry, Draymond Green, that none of them were aware that Mark Jackson was going to be out the door. And it was that shocking to all of them. Some It was ran through one of them. I get at least one of them. Directly or indirectly. Let's not let's not dwell there. But even for them, they find they found the guy that was able to connect that one little piece. Now, why am I so big on holding on to Tom Thibodeau? It's because he's still a foundational guy for us. The Knicks as an organization has been so bad to not give Tom Thibodeau an extension may come off as being the same old Knicks, if you understand. Right? So we may just have to hold on to him just to save namesake because he's built this foundation. And then after nine years of this, right? Not saying I want to waste RJ Barrett's time or anybody's time or whatever it is. But I want us to resign him. Maybe seven years in you realize okay, this is not it. But I still want players to understand when they come to New York, there's a foundation that has been established here. And if you don't come in, if you don't come in here with this certain mind frame or with these kind of expectations, this isn't the place for you, and we're not gonna change that. Not for you. The same way when LeBron James wanted Eric Spoker gone. And went and went to Pat and but like, hey, you want to come back down? He was like, go sit your ass down and go play. Listen to my coach. I'm done with that. That moment, I keep, I, I'll, I'll tell you this for the until everybody hears me, I'll repeat it to everybody. Hears me. That moment was the was a flash point into the current Miami Heat organization. That let everybody in the league know that if the best player, if, if who's considered the ne- the best player in the world, even though Kobe was in the league at that time, and so was Tim Duncan, and he couldn't go over Tim Duncan, but or Dirk Nowitzki. But if the best player in the world at that time, right, on the next best player in the world, the guy that's going to be holding down this league for the next decade plus, right, can't get this coach fired, that means nobody could come in here and get this coach fired, Understand what we're building here in Miami? If you're not about that life, go walk somewhere else. And there's no complaints from any Miami Heat fan. Because granted, it also got you two championships. But you got two championships out of it because you had to get LeBron James, Chris Bosch, and Dwayne Wade. Even though Dwayne Wade had pulled off one championship, but he had Shaq. He, you know, they managed to get Shaq, Gary Pitt. You understand? That's all about environment, that's all about foundation, that's all about culture. Because the culture that Pat Riley built um, um, then, that got that, that got him to coach that team when Shaq was there, is the same culture that Eric Spoelstra has continued on. It's been a continuation. There's no reset. So be careful what you guys ask for in New York. Because you may ask for something that sets you back where now you're in a carousel. Where you're getting head coaches now again every two three years, and if you're getting a new head coach every two three years, then you have no culture, you have no environment, and now you're back to being a laughing stock where nobody wants to come to you because they don't know what the fuck you're about. People now want to come to you because they now see what you're about. They bought that life. So
1: what do you? Wait, quick side note. What do you pay special in, in the coaches now? What's his, his? What's his ranking in the current coaches in today?
0: He's one. Of, he's one. Of, he's one of the best coaches in the league. All right. So, give me a number. Who's ahead of him? <clears throat> Who's ahead of Eric Spolcher? Um, there's not many. It's probably not too many. I, and I have to, I have to really think it because there's some young coaches out there that i probably not even paid attention to, right? Or some coaches in some minor but city. Fuck, I, it ain't gonna be no young coaches. It ain't gonna be no young. Coach. No, no, no. But no. <laughs> but what I bad. mean is that, um, and I'm I, and I'm gonna tell you what I mean, <laughs> right? I don't know how long Memphis coach has been there. I don't know how how long Utah's coach has been there. I don't know how long Denver's coach has been there. And I bring those three teams up specifically because though those those are like, those those are three of the teams that are kind of old. for the last twenty years they're kind of always low key in the in the playoffs, right? They may not they, they may not get past the first or second round, but they're always kind of there. The Utahs, Denver, you, you know what I. I they, they may so low key always be there. You might even realize it as I'm saying it. Like right now, you may think about it, but like, oh shit, yeah, they are. <laughs> right? Then they're kind of always there. So I, I don't know what the. Tenu- you know, I don't
1: know why we're entertaining that because none of them niggas got no rings. Bro.
0: No, no, no. They, they don't have any rings, but it doesn't mean that they don't have like they don't have some great coach. So because nobody's ahead of Eric Spoelstra that doesn't have a ring. Let's just put it this way. So we're still only talking about Steve Kerr, Greg Popovich. And it may stop there, cause I'm putting you know him ahead. i I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm putting, five. Like, cause I'm putting him ahead, I'm putting him ahead of Doc Rivers. It mm-hmm. may like like so. Somebody, some of these other guys, they don't they don't have the hardware like the Carliles or the longevity like the Indokus or the hardware like 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 um like uh, or, or any hardware like like Tom Thibodeau. So. Yeah, Eric Spoelstra may be a top three coach in coaching his league right currently in the league right now. LeBron's and getting fired. And, and <laughs> what's that? What's that? tried to get his <laughs> ass fired. So there you go. Who's gonna? What about fired? I I I, missed, I keep missing a keyword in there. LeBron, LeBron, tried to get his ass fired. So there you go. And LeBron tried to get his ass fired, but he wasn't a, he wasn't a top two coach in the league when he tried to get him fired. Like Eric for, Spos- sure he was. for Eric Spoelstra was still um No, I was Eric Spoelstra was still a for was- sure he was a top
1: coach in the league when he was trying to get fucked when He was, he
0: was a he was a neophyte of a coach. He had no resume. Okay, let's put it this way.
1: That's that don't mean he wasn't okay.
0: a coach though. So so he proved so, himself. Um, so you're right. So basically I'm not
1: saying that I'm not saying that you can't have no hardware and not top coaches. I'm just saying right now.
0: I don't know. Like he's proved himself to be
1: once you go through that, because you need time as a coach, right? Yeah. But once he's proving himself to be,
0: you know, how many how many rings he got? What three? No? is it that's, three? That's no, two.
1: Is th- is it two? Is two
0: Because he because he, he only has rings. the most. He only has the rings most with the Heatles. Yeah. So no, yeah. listen, I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this. So, so Eric and I'm gonna tell you when Eric Spolcher came on that, and we're about to lose everybody on pod. I'm about, we're about to lose this podbean feed pretty soon, and we have a new one for you guys, as you know. Um, for Eric Spoelstra, he gained my respect. It wasn't when he had the Heatos. It wasn't when Pat Riley co-signed for him. It was when he had this team right now that was led by Bam Adebayo. When Bam Adebayo was not unknown to the whole world. Sitting in the 7th seed in the East with nobody on their team. When I say nobody... I mean, we're talking about, we're talking about, we're talking about LeBron left, Um, Chris Bosh um, was being sidelined with the heart um, tumors, Dwayne Wade was in Cleveland, or wherever the hell he decided to go to, and they were in the seventh seed, I'm looking at them like, wait, who the hell, and and I don't think they stayed in the seventh seed, right, because I don't even think they made the playoffs that year, but... For a long time in that that year, they were in the seventh season And I was wondering, who the hell does the Heat have on this team that they're even in the playoffs? But like that's why I compare them to, like, the Oklahoma City's and, and the Utah's and the Denver's because they were in the playoffs by people I wouldn't even know of yet. But now they consistently there. And now, Bam is a household name, I feel like. Or a semi-household... A household name to basketball, right, he, the people that watch legitimate, basketball. Legitimate
1: right, right. People who know basketball
0: yeah. know his name.
1: Yeah, and they respect his name. So yeah, you're right. I, I, I completely agree. He you sound good of a coach he
0: was when LeBron left. So yeah. I, it's not necessarily just the rings. Exactly. Just, you know, so I I I grain to and, and, and take it from me, I hate Miami. So remember that guys, I hate Miami Heat. So this is big praise for me. This is his biggest praise you will probably ever hear me give the, the Heat organization because I still is as, as much as I hate the Miami Heat as an organization, a culture, a rap label, a team, every, right? right? I still wish the Knicks were like them. I'm like Kanye here. Like I hate these motherfuckers, but I wish the Knicks were like them. I'm jealous of these motherfuckers. <laughs> you
1: keep tears, then I think you keep tears, bro. Cause he gon' he to show. He gon' show. He showing them. <coughs> How the hoop, man! I don't know how the development of your squad going. Through. How is how is RJ Barrett coming along and those guys coming along?
0: Well, that's the thing. So it may I just be RJ Barrett. So RJ Barrett, he's RJ so, Barrett, Barrett has never been an explosive guy. So remember, I don't know if you ever remember. I don't know if you remember this, right? And we're, we're probably yeah, gonna, I'm, like I'm, I'm gonna lose that, you soon. I've told you for I think, I, I've, but I've said this from the very beginning. RJ Barrett to me, if he matures into the into what I've seen from his rookie year, he's gonna be a Jimmy Butler or Demar Derozan. I don't know if you heard me say this, but that's what. Yeah, defense like that. He could. That's why it's like I said, Demar Derozan, Jimmy Butler. He's but I'm talking about offensively you too. Mean
1: he could. Jimmy Butler had defense. at the, No, no. Like those guys at the very beginning, they they turned into offensive players.
0: No, no. So so no question about
1: the
0: R.J. Barrett, his rookie year, yes, defense was like that. But on the offensive side, and 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 I was and I was talking about more how he can impact the game. But that's his overall game. It's a Jimmy Butler, Demar DeRozan kind of game. Um, I'm even starting to put a little bit of Kyle Anderson in it. That slow mo guy that, that they talk about. He has that kind of game. It's slow. It's methodical. But it's a control. But he, but it's a controlling, methodical, and slow pace. It's, he's not super athletic, you know. What I mean, and, and you know what? We're gonna get more into this. We're gonna take a quick break. Um, we're gonna return the Mighty Sports Podcast. We're gonna get Chill Will back in here. We just lost our, we, we just lost our, our call-in line feed we, because we have a time limit on that. We're gonna, we're gonna go ahead and bring that back up. And if you, and as you, as everybody knows, they already have their own feed. Um, you know what? Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back with the Mighty Sports Podcast. We will return We'll get into our next talk We'll talk about our picks We'll we'll talk about our NFL picks We got a lot to get into For the last hour of this show We're going to get into it all though Don't you worry Here on the Mighty Sports Podcast Play that funky music for me
1: They didn't join this team To win championships Or become famous They joined because There is important work to be done And only some Able to (coughs) it. They are brighter better educated, led, and equipped, than any team in history. They are doctors, lawyers, engineers, technologists, and combat troops. All prepared for whatever comes their way. You'll find them where the lights don't flash, and the only contract they sign is with themselves and their country. One day, they may be asked what they did to make a difference in this world. Shit. And they can respond. I became a soldier.
0: All right, we are back with the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am still your host, my Oi Tano Do my Taylor. All right, thank you guys for listening. Continue to listen and continue to join. So let's 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 continue what I was talking about with RJ Barrett. Right and continue to break down RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett's defense in the beginning, it, it it looked like it had the pro- like his offense. It looked like it had the promise that his game can can round out to be Jimmy Butler ish, DeMar DeRozan ish. He has his times where he can explode. There's still there's still more that you wish you can get from him, but right now, I think that he's too patient, right, and he's too passive. And because they're building a team, I feel feel like he hasn't. I don't know. I don't know if he has it in him because everybody that I'm mentioning were also slow growers in a way too. And that's kind of how I saw him. They were slow growers. It wasn't just the type of game that they had. It was also the time frame in their arch of development. These guys weren't John Morant, and. And, and Zion Williamson in their first three years. They weren't Kobe in his first three years. This wasn't, he wasn't Tracy McGrady in his first three years. He wasn't Derrick Rose in his first three years. He took himself some time. He worked he worked through different levels of his game and got, and got and slowly got better. And then became one of the best two-way players and, and, and bona fide Hall of Famers in the game. So, we're, we're getting there. But, and like I said, I, I'm not hearing from the Knicks fans anymore. And, and it's good that we're not hearing from you guys right now. You guys have been quiet over the weekend. You guys have been quiet for the last couple of days. And as you should be. There are little things that that, that still can be done better. And these, and these are real things. These aren't made up arbitrary things. These are real things. The the guy I probably gonna I'm probably calling to the carpet the most, right? Or I notice I still has I can still take it up another level. this whole team can take it up another level still. This whole team needs to go plus ultra. They're a bunch of really good players. Like I said, we're we're Denver, we're Oklahoma City, we're Utah. It's not a bad place to be. We're still the fourth best team in our division, not conference. Division. If we finish out the year, where's our record at? Right? I just wanted you guys to understand what this, what this means, right? Even if we finish out the year with a 56 winning percentage, right? Even if we finish out the year four games above 500. Or however, a minute it needs to be when it gets to 82. But even if we do, we're still the fourth best team in our division: Boston, Brooklyn, Philly. Now, granted, with this winning streak, we are a half a game behind Philly and a game and a half behind Brooklyn. We're four and a half games behind Boston. Boston's still one of the rare teams in the league that has under that has single-digit losses. It's a podcast that would like me to join them around twelve thirty. We'll see. I'll still be recording. But maybe I joined like one o'clock. You know what I mean maybe they're still recording. I wonder if they're in Cali. Maybe that's why they record at, at midnight. And I wonder if you know Okay, so The only Nick right now I wanna to call to the carpet. To start things off with, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and nitpick. Knicks are doing good. They're doing good things. They're playing good defense. Tom was made enough rotations for, for me. Like, um, I can't knock players for having on and off nights. Everybody will. What I'm co- more concerned about is, is if we can be consistent as a team and keep getting dubs. We can get an eight game winning streak. That's possible. We can get an no, I'm sorry I'm lying. I told myself it a lot. But no 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 without the Golden State Warriors having having Stephen Curry, we can win was gonna be tough still. But we can beat them without Stephen Curry. Jordan Poole becomes a regular point guard. Or the goal, or basically you yeah, have the Golden State Warriors with a regular point guard. You yeah, have the Golden State Warriors with Lonzo Ball. You yeah, have the Golden State Warriors with with Alfred Man, I'm I don't know what I'm go for. Sorry, my apologies, my apologies. So they're beatable. So the Knicks could be on an eight-game winning streak after this. There's a guy. There's, there's a guy I would like to see do a little bit more, and his more is not a, is not a lot to ask. That's probably why he's the first guy that I'm looking towards. Because he probably has the... Ooh, I spoke to drink. I just gotta make sure that's not in the camera. He probably has... Oh, yeah, that's perfect, actually. I don't know why I didn't think of that before. He probably has the lowest expectations of anybody. All right? And... And probably the easiest line of the or the easiest way to develop is Mitchell Robinson. Bring on my Knicks music, right? Let me get it at half staff, if you don't mind. So he's a great defender and one of the best defenders in the league, hands down, bar none. I don't like what happened. Okay. he was just... But there's one little thing I, I would like him to get better at. And I don't know if he realizes this. I don't know if you guys realize this. He's a great defender. He's not a defensive anchor. No, you know what? Let me rephrase that. He's a defensive anchor, not a defensive leader. Maybe that's the proper way to describe him, and what that means, right? Hey, hold on, I just realized something. I'm not here all naked and shit, huh? Girlfriend number two, <laughs> right? While he protects the paint, he gobbles everything up that that goes in that direction. When it comes to all, um, defensive rebounds, offensive rebounds, blocks. What I would like more from him is being more vocal on the defensive end. Calling out coverages, calling out helps. Being a little bit more, getting a little bit more Tyson Chandler element to him. Where he now becomes not just a defensive anchor, but a defensive quarterback. That's what I mean by there's a, a not 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 a defensive anchor, but I want him to be a defensive leader. Where now you just don't feel his presence on defense, you hear him on defense. That I want. That is going to be his evolution to be the defensive leader of this team, to truly be not just a defensive anchor for this team. But to be that voice, that vocal guy. Oh, we got Chill Will back. What's going on, Chill Will? How you doing? Welcome back to the show. I moved on from talking about R.J. Barrett. I'm talking about Mitchell Robinson now. But to, but about your your R.J. Barrett stuff, right? And I, and I and I'll repeat this again. <clears throat> but I remember what I was saying. Remember how I started this off, right? From the what I spoke about R.J. Barrett from his rookie year. Is what I was, what I'm talking about, what I saw from him, and that was a guy that on the offensive and defensive end can grow to be Jimmy Butler, DeMar DeRozan. But let me also explain the other part that you probably missed, right? Oh, that I know that you, that you that you missed it wasn't just their game, but also their growth arch as well. I didn't see him being somebody that. Oh, in year two and three, hes they're going to be prime DeMar DeRozan, prime Jimmy Butler. No, no, no. They're going to be prime. He's going to be prime DeMar DeRozan and prime Jimmy Butler. as Just as long as it took for DeMar DeRozan and Jimmy Butler to become prime Jimmy Butler and prime DeMar DeRozan. He doesn't look at that guy is going to just explode and spark. He's going to have, he's their slow growth guy. But... He may be, honest, the guy that it may not take until year six that you look at him and be like, oh, oh, well, look at him. It'll be fully in the second contract, almost towards the end of the second. <laughs> like It's going to be that long, I believe, for R.J. Barrett. So I've always looked at R.J. Barrett with, with, with like a six-year eye in a weird way because of the guys I compared him to. They, they never jumped out of the page to you immediately. They just... You notice them being hard workers, and then they just became consistent hard workers that worked themselves into star status. That's RJ. Now back to what I was saying about the guy that I, I think I need to see the next that line of development for, and it's because I think it's the it's, it's the easiest it's the, it'll probably be the easiest one for the development, and that's like I guess it, it's it's Mitchell Robinson. I need him to transform himself from a defensive anchor to a defensive leader. We all know what we all know. His cape, his his abilities on the defensive on the defensive end. We all know about his abilities on rebounds. We all know his abilities, um, his abilities blocking shot. I need him to start being more vocal. I, I need him to start. I need him to start being more vocal and pointing out picks, pointing out defenses, calling out coverages. If you if you remember how Tyson Chandler was for us at Knicks fans, he needs to he needs to kind of be like that, and and. Tyson Chandler's another one of these names. I'm surprised Tyson Chandler isn't on somebody's team as their big man coach somewhere. I just saw Nick Van Axel on the bench in Atlanta. <laughs> like, 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 So, and we know Stoudemire had, had came into Brooklyn at some point in time. Amar is coming up all over the place today, isn't he? Jesus. You heard about him punching his daughter in the jaw, right? <clears throat> Like, I'm still trying to figure out what did she do to get the technical foul. Like, like she must have said the magical words, you know, (laughs) just trying to keep it sports related. (laughs) She must have have said the magical words to get the technical foul because you normally don't get teed up like like out of nowhere. But right now the Knicks the Knicks are doing the Knicks are having a having a having a really good time. To be honest, so people, if you if you like to play numbers, go ahead and play the, 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 the three numbers, right? The, the one that whatever does three, the power three, the three balls, whatever that thing is called. And play the numbers seven, six, and four. Seven for the amount of games the Knicks have been streaking. Six for the amount of games the Nets have been streaking. Four for the amount of games the Miami Heats have been streaking. Now, there's one thing I can't hold against you Knicks fans, because this this is this is almost everywhere. And and and, and you know what? If you're not trying and you're not trying to win, who can who do you have on your team that you can trade for? Who do you have on your team that that you can exchange for to make your um, to make your squad better? We're not we're not the only team trying to figure this out. The Miami Heat are having this issue, and so are the Brooklyn Nets. We heard Kevin Durant. But you think this, this squad is supposed to be nice just because I'm on it? Who am I supposed to be, Messi, Messi, mbappe? mbappe, 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 Mbappe? Did you see that world? Did you see that World Cup game? Chill, will. We'll wait for Chill we will. We'll, we'll Chill will get back to us once he got, when he get once he gets back to us. Now, <clears throat> the New York Jet, New New York Knicks obviously wasn't the only New York team that played over the weekend. <sighs> they were just the ones that. No, not them. <clears throat> they were just the, they were just one of the ones that that helped kept that help keep us in a good mood. I like the New York Jets. Let's go ahead and, and call them up to the carpet because. <laughs> The Jets lagged. Like, the Jets had full-blown laggage. Donovan Mitchell, 8 for 12, 23 points. Usman, 8 for 10, 22 points. Jared Allen, 7 for 11, 20 points. Garland, 7 for 11, 17 points. As the Cleveland Cavaliers beat the Denver Nuggets. Utah Jazz, sorry, they're the same team to me. (laughs) Case you guys don't know, the All Star voting has officially opened today, and it will last for the next month until January twenty first. Um, the New York Jets—they're in trouble. They are officially in trouble, and it's so, huh? They lose. They lost.
1: Are you back to being a fan?
0: I'm still a fan, still a fan. We're good.
1: Oh,
0: fuck me. Listen, listen. So, the New York Jets, they had a bad loss, and this one hurts because this was a winnable game, and this is a game that was widely lost because of poor clock management from our head coach. It's, I find this ironic, right? So this, so this weird thing really happened, and I've kept on saying this, and, and I haven't expounded, I haven't gone down all branches yet, but we've been up, up and down this tree for a while, and that is Zach Wilson being benched. It's ironic that Zach Wilson was benched when he was five and two, five and two. But we do see the difference in this offense when it's Mike White and it's Zach Wilson. You saw the difference in the players when it was Mike White and Zach Wilson, right? While he hurt is Mike White hurt? Oh, uh, Mike White. Yeah, he has fractured ribs.
1: He had a decent game, though, Zach Wilson.
0: And that's the thing about it. He has decent games, and. Things look a little bit more, I don't know, they look, things snap, they look cleaner when he plays, right? Everything looks a little bit more cleaner, you look, the game looks a little bit more in control. But he isn't losing record. He's 1-3. Mike White got benched for being 5-2, and two, and the two losses was against Bill Belichick. I'm sorry. With or without Tom Brady, Bill Belichick is still the mastermind that make all neophyte quarterbacks look horrific. They make them look like they never played football before. And these were the two games he got more the, scrutinized the most for. Fuck the five wins, the two losses. The New York Knicks were seven and three coming out of the bye week. Seven and three. We're 7-7 seven seven now. 7-7. Seven and seven. Which means since the bye week, you've lost every game that Mike White has played in. But for some odd reason, like I said, things just look cleaner. The offense and the defense looked a little bit more motivated when he was in the game. It was that Nick Folk... It was that Nick Folk, Kirk Cousins kind of weird energy. You know, a la Washington and Philly. It had that kind of vibe to it. Just without the key result, the W. Now, the reason why I say the Jets are in trouble now is because during the bye week we were seven and three. I told you the New York Jets need to do one thing and one thing only. go 500 in, after the bye week. you go 500 then let whatever happens happens. Now granted 500 was the best case scenario which means which also means that, that, that if you take law of averages in the best case scenario then that means that they could very possibly only come out winning two games. But that also means that four games are gonna be winnable. Detroit was one of them. Now we know how we've talked about Detroit this whole year. Detroit isn't gonna isn't an easy team. They're not an easy up. they're not a pushover, they're not a nobody. Like when they come, they come, they come popping their big guns. They just what they they just out of ammo early. But they don't ever stop. They'll click, 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 click until the goddamn game is over. The Jets had an opportunity, and they were marching down the field. It's just that the clock management just wasn't there. Robert Salah came out and he explained the scenario, but it doesn't, it still doesn't make it sit right. Especially now that you've lost four straight games coming out the bye. You were seven and seven when you were seven when you were seven and three. Now you have to win out. Not to make the playoffs, because I don't care about making the playoffs. Remember what I said. Come out the bye. Go 500. Whatever happens, happens. Meaning if you went 500 and you made the playoffs, great. If you went 500 and you missed the playoffs, I'm not shitting myself. You did your part. But anything less than five hundred football, and you underachieved. And now I'm upset. Now I gotta. Now I gotta put you on a stick and hold you onto the fire. Now I gotta roast your ass. I don't want to. Defense again did great. Once again, one bad special team. We gotta get this special team situation together. In all of our bad losses, it happened during special teams. Minnesota, Detroit, New England. Three games that we had that we had wrapped up. Or we could have won. Two of them we had wrapped up, one we could have won. And one play on special teams. For the Detroit game, it was one play on special teams early in the game. That kind of set the pace. But one okay, one player on special teams, and yeah, we need Mike Westoff either to come in here and give some special team one o ones to the Jets, or have Mike Westoff's nephew come in here and lie on his resume, <laughs> and just motivate guys to do shit <laughs> because of the name. But something needs to happen. The, when the offense is doing just enough to win and the defense is doing more than enough to win, special teams can't be can't be the one place that we fuck up at. Like, you guys are barely on the team as it is. <laughs> like, you can't be fucking up. Dude, like, this may be your last chance. Like, you can't be fucking up here. But... Au contraire, New York Knicks, sorry, New York Jets, 7-7, lost four straight games. So, as I told you, the Jets, were, I mean, the, the Knicks were streaking, seven straight wins, the Nets were streaking, six straight wins, the Heat were streaking, four straight wins. Well, guess what? They're not the only one joining the party. We're streaking! Who's are streaking more coming everybody's doing it the new york jets are streaking four straight losses jets fans it's ironic that you guys aren't more upset and you guys i mean i've noticed a little vitriol i have noticed a little mini vitriol but i'm so surprised you guys aren't more upset i still feel like there's more upset nick fans in a seven game win streak than there's jets fans in a four game losing streak like somebody explain this to me,
1: man. Come on, i ain't about to hear you I'm about to do this shit now. It's the Jets, that's why. It's, it's the also the Knicks. Game, in Street, street. No one, no one. Come on, bro. Somebody reverting back to their natural origin. You know what? <laughs> you know what? The Knicks <laughs> is the
0: Knicks. You know what? Screw you. <laughs>
1: Like, they come, they, they transform back into themselves. And no one's going to be mad at them. Oh, oh oops. No, it's, it's okay. The Jets.
0: You know what, though? At least, at least they're you know. calling in about my team. They'd be happy.
1: They'd be happy. You know, they'd be but, happy. They'd, like, they're not like, like, bad the worst team in the league anymore.
0: Like, are you guys even getting <laughs> phone calls about the Browns down there? <laughs> yeah, that's I'm saying. If the Browns go bad, again.
1: We, if we lose the rest of our fucking
0: who they are, well, just the Browns. <laughs> listen, man, one, bro. listen, you, your, your Cavs. I'm going to be mad at that. I'm going to tell you this. As, as soon no, as football Cavs season is. is over, for anybody that has not, for anybody in the Ohio area, right? Cleveland, Ohio, or wherever it takes for you to be a Cavs fan, right? Um, former, you know, former LeBron fans that are still lingering around the area, right? <laughs> um Right after football season is over, if you're not already paying attention to the Cleveland Cavaliers, you're gonna be in for a treat. The Cleveland Cavaliers are—they've been worth the watch for probably the last three years, or probably two years. I know definitely. Two, two. Yeah, two. but this makes this this make the third year that they are definitely worth the watch. You should definitely be paying attention to your Cavs. Like they've been doing you know something for, for for the last three years, and Donovan Mitchell being added to the team is them moving their chess piece right into that into that place where they start thinking that they can get checkmate like like masterful like masterful. they're they're attacking the board and so yeah you should watch the the calves are worth the while it's not, like i'm gonna take my you know like i'm gonna take my shots to the calves like all year long but Respectfully, in this moment, understand what I'm saying here, right? i been giving. Listen, I'm having my respectful. Day. I gave my respect. I gave respect to the to to the heat. I gave. I'm giving respect to the Cavs. Listen, I'm listen. Fuck LeBron. I'm not giving respect to him this week. Like, listen. This is this. Like, we're still within. We're still within about ten days yeah, of, fuck of LeBron. Of, he ain't even on this team. I know. Okay. <laughs> but we still we still also within I think a ten day window of when the when the when when the when the when my beef with LeBron James happened. Twenty started twenty years ago. So. I think we're still within that window. So, it's not like, until December ends, then, I, then I'm like, I'm, I'm going to be like heavy of not liking LeBron. And his birthday comes up in 10 days as well. We, mm. may, we may give him a birthday shout out. We'll see how we feel. we see how we feel. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Look,
1: let me tell you something, bro. The Cavs, they're, they the organization, how they're being built right now is rivaling the san antonio's and the golden states of the of the like baby oh, i'm saying word. it's really a maturation process and get, getting down of
0: mitchell oh my god man, that hurt that dude is that way, came out of nowhere and he's he's so nice. to
1: understand that this man is way better than i ever thought he was and you know those guys on the west coast it's hard to even watch them. you know they're good but you don't know how good and you don't see them on a consistently like night-to-night basis
0: like all oh, you so keep seeing yeah, sure yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. oh this is the best version of Donovan Mitchell you'll ever see because now he's playing defense you know what I'm saying like he's actually playing defense and being head accountable
0: on it, defense and he has in the clutch. offensive big men that's right <laughs> he yeah. actually has a big man like, like that yeah, he, he, he can like pass on offensively like he's six seven. yeah and he's like six, probably six, three. He yeah he's yeah he's a Dwayne Wade kind of side he's like six. Six two six three, somewhere around there.
1: Yeah, yeah. So he plays way bigger, than, and he's strong too, and he's athletic. So he plays way bigger than what he is. And so, looking at this, you like, damn, he's just as good as Lillard, maybe even better in some instances. And like, so you looking, you get Lillard, Lillard gets the fanfare, right? But he had a slightly better, you know, team, I think. Yeah, and ball, I put, like he's def he's definitely like man. You like what mm, the I'm fuck?
0: I'm glad fuck? you brought up like,
1: Lillard. This good. I'm glad he's up there. Like he's up. Like I don't. Like when looking at him, I'm like he's up there, bro. Like right now, too, he's playing probably playing better than James Hardens, the, the Westbrooks. Like it's not many Listen, guards. And then Darius Garland coming right along.
0: If he's the two, if he's at the two guard position, he is already a the top, a top three two guard in the league. And honestly, the only person I may be willing to put him behind is Devin Booker.
1: Mm. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Devin is so weird though. Like the thing is, I, I wouldn't even put him this is what i'm tell you why I, I would disagree with you, because and this is a good thing, because we we're on different with various experiences. You can give your end and I'll give my end. But I feel like Devin Booker is like when ain't nobody watching, he's <laughs> I <get left> 70, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Whoa. But I, I rather I think Donovan's better because when everybody's watching, guess what Donovan does? He puts up his forty five and game winner. Booker's the exact opposite. He's a such a he's so light game, bro.
0: He's so <laughs> no, no, so listen. I when I, when I said it, I said with a little level of reluctance because one that's be putting devin booker as like the number one shooting guard in the league right now and I, and i have to and i'm really trying to debate if he is but he may just be and who I'm, else, i else? who else do you got i, I don't have anybody else because cuz cuz but like who else is in contention not many james harden um clay thompson and mitchell robinson Is
1: a shooting guard he's a wing
0: i think he has i think he i think he may be a point and then, I mean, we have DeMar DeRozan. No, DeMar DeRozan is a, is a small. Zach Levine? But Gilchrist, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what's his name? Gil- Shay Gilgris what's Alexander, SGA. I, I know who you're trying yeah, to, say really <laughs> I, I you to say. It, I don't know what the fuck listen, I'm it's, it is. <laughs> listen, the fact that I even know it enough to be able to correct it at this one moment, just take it for what it is, because the next time I say it, it's going to be man. wrong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we both it up it's the
0: game one game. time Shea Gil Shea Giltrish Alex because it's yeah, yeah. Giltrish okay. Alexandra it, because it's am G- G- I- L- sure I- you're sh-
1: fucking it up though. Yeah, you, in your head
0: you said it right. S G A. I said like I said I said it right the first time. And it's gonna be the last time I'll probably say it right. <laughs> Can I say that shit unconsciously? Guard, <laughs> I think he's a six seven. I think he may be a six seven point guard. That may be what he's playing right Uh-oh. now. He got a
1: point, though. He definitely got a
0: point. So we'll have to see. It. And, and if that's the case, like, he's in it. Depending on um, where they have Brandon Ingram at, at position-wise, he'll be in that category. But just in the category, like I said, if, and now if I'm trying to build a pool of people, right, I'm trying to think. So I, I take Donovan Mitchell over, over Brandon Ingram. I don't like me some Brandon Ingram, too. I really do. I I, th- I think Brandon Ingram is one light bulb away. Oh. What? I think he is. I, no, I. I'll, eh, okay. Like he has the tools. I think yes. he's. A, I think he's. A, listen. Listen to what I'm saying specifically. He's. Me, he's a light bulb away from being a true. Be, being a true. From actually being an all star in this league. Like like he has it. He was an all-star. He all-star ready. Kind of like friend. Nah, he's, like he's friend not. All-star. So okay. So you so, so you friend. so you understand what I'm saying? If if I'm if I'm saying he's a click yeah. away from being an all-star, he's not an all-star yet to me. He's 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 he's, he's playing around with it, right? Like like he's how he's, old is he? I don't. He's he's still he's still within that rookie. Con- can we how old? How old is he? What he's still can with, he's still within that he first seven-year contract. Years? He's st- like like put it, I, I don't think he's in the rookie contract anymore, but he's still within the rookie extension contract. No, he's not. He's definitely older than that. He's no contract right now. He's still within the, older than the rookie extension He's been
1: for like three or four years. I
0: know he was there with the yeah. He's in within the rookie extension contract. So he's like so he he's not Brandon. more than seven. Who's it? Brandon? Been,
1: this is like third year in New Orleans. Brandon. So since, since he's six by six years in league. He Let's came see. in at eighteen. So he's probably around 24, 25. Yeah,
0: he's twenty five years old. 7-3 Wingspan. Yeah. 2020 yeah, so, is when he signed the... Uh, so he got time. No, wait. No, that's not... Let me see. When, when did he... He got time, I guess. Yeah, so he, he joined game in 2019. Shit, what? No, 16. Okay, 15. No, 16. Okay, there we go. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. He's with. He's still on that rookie... In 2016? 2016 Los Angeles Lakers. So
1: he's been at least league seven years.
0: Yeah. Uh, six, seven years, yeah. So, and, so, uh, and they have mess they have, so, they have met small it, So, yeah, he, he's, he's disqualified. Yeah,
1: I, I mean, he. Either way, he. I just, I just can't stand here. His because my homie, he's such a proponent of him. <laughs> so, like, well, 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 my well. Homeboy, like I got a, all my homies from uh, the Lakers fans. They hate LeBron. By the way, they hate. They even, They didn't even want him. They hate LeBron. As much as I, I don't hate LeBron because he brought a ring. Period. I mean, he's still us. I just, it's just a thing. Listen, like, all right, he's from here. I they probably hate LeBron.
0: They probably treat LeBron how I, how how people don't don't understand but how don't I would have treated him. LeBron in New York is that he brings me my ring. Cool. Don't gotta like him.
1: <laughs> yeah. But overall, you gotta know they Kobe, they Magic, they you know yeah.
0: They have their legacy yeah, people yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, they got, I and mean, then he's nothing.
0: Kobakistan. so they probably probably yeah. part of Kyobakistan and shit like that. I get it.
1: No, right. Not <laughs> only does he not fit the mold of the type of player, like the you know the Kobe's and the uh, the uh, you know Magic of the world. Kobe, 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 Kobe Magic Kareem. Let's just call. Let's call it what it is. Kobe, Magic Kareem. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> fit that mold. He just personality wise, he doesn't even fit it either. So there's nothing about them they like. They just accept them, you know. They, they don't. They definitely. They haven't had success since the bubble. And that really pees a lot of a lot of like legit basketball friends fans off. Listen, and we and we
0: we know how the bubble is taught. Not by us fans. We see how the bubble is talked about by other athletes, other basketball mm-hmm. players, other professional athletes. Mm-hmm. Like we so. said, that one time in basketball camp, LeBron James got a got a championship stuffed up his ass. And, and that's walk,
1: the thing. He always walked has away those with it. caveats. Oh, he have those caveats. You got to get three men. And oh my god! Listen, no. What, 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 what we he see? The-
0: uh, what have I said before? You see, Anthony Davis injured now, right? That year, people. That's what I said. People. I hate when people just look at end results, especially people that watch sports, right? I hate when you just get lazy and you're like, like with Tom Brady. I mean, people get lazy and be like, well, you know, he just has seven rings, he won in Tampa. Bay. Like, stop it, stop it right now. Like, like we all, we 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 know that dude came there and, and and added three more Hall of Famers onto that team, and Antonio Brown was his fifth best wide receiver, was his number five receiver on 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 the, on the goddamn field. But back to L.A. That year, if that playoff starts normally. They don't have Anthony Davis. Let's remember this. Properly. If the league, if the season goes on normally, Anthony Davis is exactly where he is right now today. Injured on the bench in street clothes eating fucking cotton candy. I don't even know if he likes cotton candy, but that nigga's softer than a Twinkie filling. So he eats cotton. You are what you eat, that nigga's cotton candy. That's what I'm gonna start calling him from now. Anthony Cotton Candy Davis. That's officially a goddamn name. Because it's too many times now. I'm sorry. He has the worst ability of them all. His availability is trash. That year, he was not available. It took that three-month break to get Anthony Davis back healthy to play again. And he still got hurt. And still had to basically be dragged over the finish line. Which granted, in one of those teams, in one of those games where he was dragging over the finish, like he had like a forty-five and ten, or whatever the fuck it was. But he was still like, "Hey, I'm not letting you. I'm not letting you sit down. Listen, you gonna play through this. You ain't. LeBron James probably did, the, LeBron James probably big brothered the shit out of him. And at one point tops, you ain't injured. You hurt. Like you listen, you ain't gonna feel this shit when all that champagne is in you. You ain't injured. You hurt. You ain't injured. You I mean, you ain't hurt. You in, you know you understand what I'm saying here." I guarantee you. Every day he was in, it, you gonna play. Listen, you gonna listen. You listen. We, my, you listen. This, is the best chance we got. We gonna take this. Like, it's the one time I'll give LeBron James the full critics. I guarantee you, if LeBron James wasn't in his, if we don't find out 20 years from now that LeBron James was basically sleeping in his room, massaging his calves, talking to him, but like, hey, like, I basically, I basically developed the Common App just just because of Anthony Davis. I wanted to be in his ear the whole entire time, right? (laughs) if we don't find out some shit like that, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be flabbergasted. I'll be shocked. My, remember, I told you this. There's going to be some extra shit. We're going to find out that LeBron James went the extra mile to coddle, to help coddle Anthony Davis through that injury. And it's what he should have done as a leader. But nobody counts it. Nobody counts that goddamn championship. And there's a caveat everywhere. I don't even know how he got over to LeBron James. I don't even want to go down this road. Oh, Jets. Cleveland, cheering, crowds, gotcha. <laughs> Seven degrees of separation like a motherfucker. So, back to, back to these Jets. You know what? That's really all I got to say about the Jets. It took a bad loss. They lost to the Detroit Lions. They had an opportunity to beat them. Zach Wilson looked good, but at times he also looked like he hasn't played football in about three weeks. I wonder why. I wonder why. <laughs> so, I also heard a difference. This time, the team didn't throw him underneath the bus when the end result didn't end up in a win. When I can say before, in those losses to to, to New England, you can visibly see the frustration from the players... And it also became vocal in interviews afterwards. The The reception he got and the response that he got from his players was the complete opposite this time around. They were complimentary they, they were complimentary and uh, they, they, were, they were complimentary of his actions of, of his play. Right? They, 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 were impressed, uh, they were impressed by by his um by by what he was able to do, being the guy that was put in a situation where you was stripped of your starting spot, and then basically didn't play for three, four weeks, and then had to come out the raw and play suddenly against a gritty Detroit team, who we all know is a gritty team. We've called them gritty. We we constantly quote their coach almost every other week. I'm a bite a calf. I'm a bite a kneecap. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm 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 a, I'm a I'm I'm a bite of thigh. I'm. I mean, what what else? Like, what else, what what else did he say he was gonna do? Like at every time no, that that. bro,
1: that's easy. You know what I'm saying? It's easy to compliment a guy that doesn't. When 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 you're not in a situation where you think the guy behind him is better, It's better. The guy is hurt. <laughs> it's easy. They, yeah, it's already, It's okay. the it. director. You know, do this press shit. It's easy. Especially if he plays decent, it's it's easy to do that. Like if, if the reason he was getting that, like you said, like they, at one point there was just this frustration in the room, because they they looking at it in practice this other motherfucker that's probably killing it, and in the games you're still starting this motherfucker because of you know you drafted him high, and so it's easy now that he's hurt. It's like all right, well we got to show this. I ain't
0: gotta. But also yeah, he played all right. He did a good job. He led a team. But also one of the other. There's also a, another appreciation for Mike White. That hey, you guys. I mean, not Mike White, but for um, Zach Wilson. That you know what? While we, while they all loved Mike White, they only won one game with him, and basically went on a four, on, on a three-game losing streak with him. When you had Zach Wilson, you were five and two. And the only guy you lost to, the only guy he lost to was Bill Belichick. And you tell me when is it a bad thing for a neo fight of a quarterback to lose to Bill Belichick? Is that not his MO? Was like that? But this, that, but that don't count, bro,
1: because I'm gonna tell you what fine. If but, you looked at that, Baker Mayfield would be everything we were winning in spite we went to the playoffs in spite of baker mayfield and i would tell people that all the time you're crazy you're crazy no and you know we was here we've been rapping we rapped rap about it you probably don't remember but we won in spite of baker mayfield and so to see that shit every week and have a good record that's the worst because <laughs> those two losses is like all right we could have had those we could be undefeated right now it goes from oh man we finally got five two record no it goes from damn
0: we could we could be undefeated. Just because of how But they, they were even undefeated at the top. The what what were they at the top? They went from being one so if let, me, let me see they they were let me see. Saying, they were let me see. Because they were seven and three by the time they went into the bye. They bro, were, they as, were as, they, as Elijah Moore. They were five they and two with him, right? So that means that before him they were two and one with Joe Flacco. <laughs> you know I me. Mean? Wait, I'd rather
1: have Flacco, but I'm just saying. Ask guys Moore more who he want out there, even in the winter. You know what I'm mean? saying? Like, ask, ask any of those wide receivers who the fuck they
0: want out there. I, I know what like, I damn, bro.
1: What the fuck am I doing?
0: I know, no, no, I, I, I get it. So now I wonder if there's now a appreciation now for Zach Wilson because you saw, you see now. Listen, we may have not liked everything that he was doing, but. He was still doing enough to help us get these dubs. The other dude, like I said, things just look cleaner. The team is feels like comes off more motivated. But you you know what? Maybe this is it. They play more motivated but with less desperation. Maybe they need to keep that desperation. <laughs> like like maybe that's what it is. I don't
1: know, bro, because it's different schedules, man. It's hard, bro, because who's to say Zach wouldn't have done worse was no, during that time.
0: I don't know. We don't know either. That's, that's rough. <clears throat> so that's I'm like I wonder now. That's I'm like I wonder. It's a, it's a question I'm generally bringing. I wonder if now this team may have a better appreciation for Zach Wilson, seeing that hey we only went one and three with Mike White. As much as we love him, with this dude we were at least able to go five and two, and then justify it with. Those two losses was against Bill Belichick. I mean, that is Bill Belichick. That's the billy goat of coaches. Like Tom Brady is a goat. He's the billy goat. So I I wonder if that may have started to seep into some people's psyche. If that started to seep into the whispers, you know what I mean? And then the locker room amongst players. Like I, I I wonder. You know, like I don't know. I wonder because man, these guys look at tape every day. It's
1: viable. They fuck their wins. They're looking at the tape. They're looking like, damn, he missed this throw. He missed this throw. Elijah stays open. He never gets him. And they look at Mike, if, I mean, on a weekly basis, hitting everybody like that. I don't know. I, I just don't know. You know when you sit down no, no. and watch the no, so, so,
0: every week. So, so I can tell you what the difference is, right? Like I said, things look cleaner. So the, 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 this is, is really simple. The easy stuff, the intermediate stuff, the dink and dunks, the screen passes, the, the I everything but the explosive play and the long ball. Mike White is great at. The basic shit, Mike White is great at. Explosive play, that downfield shit, he's Fitzpatrick. He's 50-50. He's kind of up in the air, but it just the people just rock. he's the people's champ. For Zach Wilson, all that simple yeah, shit. Mike, is my Mike White. No, he's like fifth year in the league. Drafted by the drafted right. by the team that we right. don't longer talk about until right. Jerry Jones announced um, um racism. Right? So, <laughs> um, yeah, he started off with them, and he and listen, he was low key a people's chip in Dallas at one point in time. Like he's like that. He he has he has a lot of za- He has a lot of Ryan Fitzpatrick in him. Like he'll come off the bench and make things look different. You know they they will gain the people, but with Zach Wilson, it's where Mike White thrives at. He struggles at so Mike so Zach Wilson struggles in the easy shit, the e the the easy slants, the 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 the, in, the easy intermediate plays, the 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 easy out route, the you know what I mean like the, like those little things that. The easy yardage, the easy four-yard pass, and let your wide receiver and let whoever it is just go do business. He he, he's he's bad at that. But that deep ball, great. You know what I mean? That 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 roll-out street bullshit, great. That difficult play, great. Like that's where he's at, and that's where the frustration Baker's is.
1: Baker is similar. Him him and Baker sound like real similar. Ah.
0: Uh. Well, he ain't gonna last then very long for the New York Knicks, for the New York Jets. Then that—that's that, that's what I just heard. We only got like five minutes left in the podcast. We ain't get a chance to talk Giants, Heat, Finns, Tampa Bay, or anything else. So let me let me bring up one category that I wanted to that, that, that I kind of touched here twice, all right for the last segment of the podcast. And that was when about I don't know if you heard this, Chigo, but the NBA is coming out with they they recently renamed a bunch of their trophies, but on top of renaming their trophies and like given um like I remember last year they gave magic and and Larry Bird yeah a couple of trophies well then now now they've turned around and they've added a couple of more names onto this so now we have Akima Olajuwon added onto it i think before then they already had put Kobe for the for the all-star game one um Let me see. They have they have Akeem Olajuwon. They have Michael Jordan added in uh, in there as well. Um, But there was one there was one that was added, right? Not just a name, a whole new trophy. We currently have a whole brand new trophy in the NBA, and it is called the Clutch Award, where they want to give an award to the most clutch player in the NBA. And it made me think of a couple of people, right? Immediately, like immediately, like like a couple of people popped into my name. And you mentioned somebody else. Now,
1: like, now or later.
0: Well, I'll I'll well the well or
1: the previous. I'm sorry. Now or in a previous.
0: Well, come kind of now, right now, right now in, in the league, all right? Um, but the name, but i, was, I was, let me explain. It. This is the Jerry West clutch award right so Jerry West gets his own trophy as well as being a logo but the first guy I think popped into my head when I thought about this award this year and and he, he hadn't done anything yet this year but I was just thinking about him being in the league so far and all of his past performances Damian Lillard I think was the first name that popped into my head for the clutch award And then you mentioned somebody else today with Mitchell Robinson. And I'm curious now. How clutch is Mitchell Robinson's game? Because that I don't know. Who are you talking about? Sorry, not Mitchell Robinson. Donovan Mitchell. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Mitchell Robinson plays for the Knicks. Oh, man. I went into autopilot.
1: You upped your old (laughs) trick.
0: I went into autopilot. autopilot. (laughs) So, Mitchell Robinson, because you mentioned Mitchell Robinson, we don't have a lot of time. We have like about a minute and a half left. So, I was curious now, it makes me curious of how clutch is Donovan Mitchell. Very. So, this is going to be very interesting because I am, I don't know why, but I am very interested to see who they're going to give the first ever clutch award to. And which one of these players are gonna go out there? Well, and which one of these players are gonna, gonna so earn it? Will it be Luca? Will it be Luca's award first? Ooh, that would be interesting. Like this, this, this is actually gonna be interesting because at one point, uh, Kyrie, in, Kyrie, the
1: most clutch of all in the league.
0: We got less than a minute. He like I, I, I see, but is he is he still close to these days? He just hit a game winner, actually. So, so, all these game winners that we're seeing people, I'm still keeping track of them because a clutch award is up for the taking. And while you don't have to be a playoff person or a higher scorer, you just got to keep coming up with moments when it matters the most, and that's game winning moments. You don't even have to have a winning record for it. You can have 29 game winning moments and that'd be the only 29 <laughs> games you won. <laughs> that's that's actually how, that's actually the funny part of it, folks. We got less than fifty. the one about five times. Folks, we got about ten seconds left in the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Um, don't forget to stay in the holiday spirit and continue to keep get your hoe on. This is the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am your host Alejandro Taylor, and we. <laughs>